Check when I'm not around and text when I'm not in town No vest when they shot me down I should've left when they locked me out of sex in the lobby now But they don't know my body Calling the receptionist, connection getting spotty Damn, could've been the president, the resident and thotties All the times that I had failed, shit, my head is getting naughty Hard-headed, take a guess at all the bread it could've got me Oh well, you gotta lose some Brushing off the dirt, I get back up, I'm trying to do some If I ain't find catharsis in the rhythm, I be too numb Tension in the air, it's hard to breathe, I just got two lungs Hey Welcome everybody to episode 121 of Banton Debauchery. Yeah. 121 episodes. Wow. Yeah. 121 episodes, man. That means like um that's like two years worth of fucking of um what do you call it? Two like, on, Yeah, two years and I'm a half. Good. Like two and a half years? What's what's uh how many weeks is a year? Fifty two? Fifty two. So fifty two, fifty two, that's one hundred and four. You add on more episodes. It's a lot of what you call it. He said that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, but um, we have oh. my we have my cousin Zay on here. I had to throw a little bit of an audible today, but you know, family, family doesn't fail you. So when you call him and say, "Hey man, I need you in ten minutes," pause, and he goes, "Okay." You ain't got to worry about that. But we have up and coming rapper Zay plays up in this motherfucker man. Zay. Blaze up in this motherfucker, man. I was waiting for the, <laughs> the applause. Uh, you all are so kind. You all are so kind. Thank you. Hello, it's me. Yes, uh, love me, adore me, give me money. Tell him. Tell them to give you money. I love him, adore him. He has a um, he has a new album coming out that I don't know what it's called because he won't tell me. But you know, he's he's secretive when he comes to his um, what do you call it? Music. Work. Yeah, like when he's releasing things, he's like secret. He's on his Kanye shit, man. Did you forget the word for music just now? I did. I got a lot going on in my mind. So, but I, but when you have a lot going on in your mind, you take Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain by On It. It helps with memory and focus and daily cognitive support. So when you need to think straight or you need to work clear, take Alpha Brain. That, that was that was adorable. Good job. Adorable. <laughs> that was adorable just now. <laughs> Alpha brain. <laughs> what uh <laughs> But um fucking um Yeah man, that's two weeks in a row we have a um a rapper on here. One rapper has been in the is long tooth in the game. With uh, twenty years, and this rapper is how long you been in the game? Fifth Te- grade, you did math. Fifth grade, that, that that fifth grade doesn't count because you haven't been doing shit. Um, you've been going a long time. All right, right, uh huh. So been a long time. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about bread, but um, oh. you know what I mean, uh. So what? What you? So you say fifth grade? For your what you call it, for your your music career, you don't you don't think like you don't think like um what can I say like when you first started like getting music on the radio that shit didn't start your shit just starts at fifth grade yeah because that's when I started making music that's when I made the decision like all right this is what I want to do okay okay regardless of the accolades that I may or may not have had regardless of the accomplishments that I may not not have had you gotta count those things. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I could easily be like, oh, I started making music in 2018. But that's just that's because that's when stuff started to actually pop off for me. But no, I've been doing this fifth grade. I count all of that. The highs and the lows. In fifth grade, so this is a long time. So you was in, that's elementary school when you was like, hey, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this rapid thing. So what, like, what made you say, you know what, what made you say music is, is for me? Like what what was the what was the defining because every artist has that defining moment or every creator has a defining moment where they go, Well, this is for me and I don't want to do nothing else. What was your defining moment? Uh I'm bad at sports, but I like singing. That was it right there. You know what? That's not that's not bad. That's not (laughs) fucking bad. You say, you know, I I suck at sports, even though I'm long. And gangly, I suck at sports, but I can sing. I thought you was going to say some shit like, you know, when I was um in, in fifth grade, you know, I sang and the girls flocked to me. This nigga said, nah, man, I suck at sports and I can sing. So <laughs> I'm going exactly this way. That nigga said, I'm uh, going this way. I'm not going to say I sang and the girls flocked. Bro, I was in middle school. Everybody was immature back then. Like, niggas hated me in middle school, especially the girls hated me in middle school because I was always singing. So that wasn't, that wouldn't be the reason. Like, oh yeah, the girl's black. Like, no, I didn't care what nobody thought and I'm bad at sports. So even though I did like, I did enjoy playing basketball, but after I took a year off because of my grades and I went back to it, I realized, wow, I'm some trash now. I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to, I'm going to just go with the singing. Stick with that. Yeah, that's pretty good though. I mean, you say you found your niche and you're good because you actually... You're great at it. I'm, I was gonna say you're good at it, but you're fucking great at it. So you know, that was the way to go. I've seen you play basketball, so you made the right decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, so you always so singing was always the thing. You never wanted to like be a rapper full time. Just singing was like, yeah, I'm gonna be the guy singing. Nah, I didn't even like. I've always like had an appreciation for rap um and i know you're gonna hate the story because you hate the person that this is fueled by even though you know this story um i always had an appreciation for rap but i never really like you know flocked to rap the way i I always gravitated towards uh Mm r&b um so yeah when i started when i was a fifth grader I had no intention of being a rapper at all. I didn't even plan to learn how to rap, none of that. Um, you know, when I started, I wanted to, you know, be like Chris Brown. Uh, you know, just don't make the joke that you're about to make. But yeah, I nah, wanted nah, to be like. Not on here. Not on here. Okay, cool. I wanted to be like Chris <laughs> Brown, you know, like it, I don't singing and dancing and all that. And then um, uh, what made me start rapping is the fact that Drake came out and. Uh, it was kind of like, oh, this Drake dude is cool. He, you can rap and also not degrade women. Like, yeah, I think that's that's it. That's 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 my lane right there. So then, I eighth grade is when I was like, so yeah, I might have start rapping. Like this Drake dude seems kind of cool. I, I'm gonna kind of try to do that thing. And then I kind of took that and you know made my own sound out of it. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely elements of Chris Brown. Well, not as much anymore. There's definitely elements of Chris Brown, Drake, and all the other people that I listened to very early on in each of those uh, careers. 
So yeah, but I didn't start off wanting this to rap. I just wanted to sing. You know, um, I had a, I had a some would say a controversial opinion or, or take, and I don't think it's controversial at all. I think it's, you know, accurate as fuck. I always I say that Chris Brown is a better dancer than Michael Jackson, and people some people lose their minds. Mostly people that are a little bit younger. I mean, well, a little bit older than you. Like niggas that came up with the my whole Michael Jackson shit. If you tell them that Chris Brown is a better dancer than Michael Jackson, they'll lose their fucking minds. But then I say to them, have you ever seen Michael oh God, Jackson? Shut oh up. God. Have you ever seen Michael Jackson do a one-legged, um, uh, what do you call it? One-legged front flip? On beat yep, the March Madness, and I knew you were gonna say that. I knew that's exactly what no. you. <laughs> that's what I was no, like, you have. Please it. don't bring that up. Michael. I knew that's exactly what you because they people talk about that on Twitter every month. Oh yeah, never forget when Chris Brown did a front flip and landed on beat, and everybody's like, "Yo, we can't forget it because y'all bring it up twice a month." The show because the shit was fire. This is the that was like no, probably it was, it was hard. It was, it was top hard ten most fire things. I've seen in my life. I remember when I came across that shit, right? I was perusing fucking Twitter, whenever the fuck he did that shit. And I heard uh, March Madness, and a nigga was like pop blocking the shit. I was like, let me see what this nigga fit to do. And that nigga said, and then he kind of cleared them out the way. And the people like back, like, ooh. And they, they backed up, and that nigga said, huh. And I was like, that nigga got it. So, all right. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate, but I still think you're a dumb piece of shit. Whoa. Um, so, I don't, I won't sit here and say Chris Brown is a better dancer than Michael Jackson. No. What I will say is Chris Brown is more, way, way, way more multifaceted uh, as of a dancer than Michael Jackson. And when I say that, I mean, Chris Brown does the whole pop and lock thing. He does a lot of the Michael Jackson moves. He fucking crumps. Um, he does like all of all of like the, the 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 dances that black people do. He does all of it. Um, whereas if Michael Jackson was, let's say, if Michael Jackson was still alive today, I don't think he would be crumping and shit. Yeah, like he would still be, you know, doing the moonwalks. To, you know, he would. He'd probably add more stuff to his repertoire, of course. But I don't think he would be doing like all their different styles of dance that Chris Brown does, especially the front flipping and the back flipping and the all because Chris Brown is an extremely talented man when it comes to that. Um, so I will give you that, but I can't sit here and say that he's a better dancer because his main influence as a dancer was Michael Jackson. That so was, I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you half credit. I'll halfway agree with you there. Yeah, we're not going to keep on this topic right now because this this is about you. But I'll say this. Michael Jackson's influence was James Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you saying James Brown's a better dancer than Michael Jackson? Just cause it just just cause you influence somebody doesn't mean that you can't be better than them. You know what I'm saying? Alright, touche. You know what I mean? You, and, po- you poked a hole in my logic. Touche. I'm man enough to admit that. And because fucking um I would if you ask whose music who I would what I would prefer. Michael Jackson by a mile, but I'm not gonna sit here and lie to myself. Like Michael Jackson is a better dancer than Chris Brown. It's not. It's not true. And y'all can go all your minds. And I got this. My one friend who's a fucking Michael Jackson freak, and she'll stab a nigga for saying some shit like that. 
You know what I'm saying? But is Michael Jackson has go-to moves. You see every Michael Jackson concert, yeah. you know you're gonna get the tapitota. You don't get the the you don't get the groin pop. You can get the poof. You know what I mean? You gonna get the moonwalk. When you go to when you see Chris Brown dance, you don't know what you gonna get. <laughs> you don't know what you gonna get. What what we get? What we get today, Chris Breezy? What we getting today? That nigga might hit you with something crazy. But if Michael Jackson always has the same move set, he always has the take the beat on top. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the guy, uh, grab my groin with the two fingers like you fingering a chick. Uh, 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 uh. I want to put a poll up on Instagram now because you actually are making good points. You know, they're not the people. People who are biased are not going to see that though. They're not going to see that. Uh, Brett is right. Michael Jackson is like John Cena got the five moves of doom. But they're fire, though. When my, when my, fire, no one really can hit good. the moves like Michael Jackson can hit them. But yeah. you can have impersonators that fucking do the moves like Mike. Who's impersonating what Chris Brown does? Athleticism. The nigga's light on his feet. Pause. And fucking... Listen, man. Get off my back about it. And, and then, like, he can turn other shit. He's multifaceted, yo. He's multifaceted. You know what I mean? That nigga is a, a yeah. that's what that's what people in the football will call a five two player. He's a five two player. Yep. You ever seen Michael Jackson do a flip in his life? Hell no. He could spin his ass <laughs> off. But he ain't never do no flip in his life. <laughs> he makes a really good point. I'm just saying. So if, if we going on the whole who's a better dancer, now when you say Chris Brown's a better dancer, People in their mind like, oh God, you can't talk about uh, Michael Jackson like that. You what are you trying to say? He's not a good. Blah, 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 blah. They they put all that shit in. No, singing, performing. Well, singing and performing. I'll have Michael Jackson, even though I kind of in performing. They kind of in the middle because the dancer goes in with the performing. But yeah, exactly. If you go in dancer for dancer, if you only taking those two things. Dancer for dancer, Chris Brown blows his nigga out the water. Like, if you took Chris Brown and took Michael Jackson and put him on a stage together and nobody knows who either person is, like, if you, like, for an hour, mind wipe everybody so they don't know who these two random people are, you're right. So people might be like, oh, this is Chris Brown, dude. Well, this this uh, blonde-haired, light-skinned dude with tattoos, no, he kind of got it. This yeah. white dude that looks like he used to be black, he, he's really good, but, you know. Other dude got it. You, know, you, you, so. you have motherfuckers like that. And but that's what Brent said. I go by Chris Brown can do pretty much everything Michael Jackson can do. Michael Jackson can't do half the shit Chris Brown can do. And that is that is correct. He can't do a, a one-legged front flip to March Madness. He can't do it. Michael Jackson don't even know Mike, March Madness exists. So Was it live when March Madness came out? No, he wasn't. Fun fact. Uh, every day in March, I play March Madness at least one time. But anyway, anyway, off this subject, back to you. So you're in grade school. You're like, um, I, uh, I'm putting this album out. I mean, I'm putting this album out. I'm doing my thing in grade school. This is what I want to be. And then boom, what happens next? Uh, well, so what happened was, uh, 
I intended, I, I grossly overestimated how easy it would be to get famous. So I kind of put, as you know, I put all my eggs into that one basket and I assumed that I was going to be famous before I graduated high school. Uh, that didn't happen. So I went to college, got a degree in, you know, music, music and recording, engineering, all of that stuff. Um, but, you know, along the way, I've just been like when I started, my mom put me in a lot of shows um, back before I actually had my own music. I would perform a lot of Chris Brown and Neo songs. Um, and then she would actually get me into the studio a few times. My my dad actually had a studio, so I would uh, begrudgingly, you know, record songs there, put out a couple of songs. Why you say, why you say begrudgingly? Uh, you didn't like, uh... Oh, I loved it. But when I say begrudgingly, I, I kind of think back on it begrudgingly because the, pro like, the way that I was as a kid, is it does not match at all the way that I am now. Uh, work ethic, um, you know, listening to feedback, all of that stuff, all the stuff that actually matters with being a creative, I was, I didn't have that back then. I just, you know, I was just having fun, but I, I wasn't like, you know, I, if I go to a studio, I can knock out a song in one take, but it took me like months to knock out one verse back then. So that's why I say progressively, because I just think back on it progressively. Well, yeah, but, yeah, um, well, yeah. Think about it. You're you're a kid, like you got yeah, when you're a kid. You got a bunch of shit well. going on. Like when you get older, like you you your your focus like zeroes in more when you get older. Like when you're a fucking kid, it's fucking kablooey when you wake up. You know what I'm saying? You wake up and you be like, right, I'm gonna do this today. Explosion! Oh, fucking Teen Titans is on. Fuck that verse, nigga. I'm trying <laughs> to see Robin fight Slade, nigga. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, niggas, <laughs> niggas want to go outside and uh, jerk in the street? Let's do that. We can do that. We can play scooters. We can do all that shit. Pogo sticks. Motherfucker, when you older, you wake up, you go, well, got to get this done if I want my life to go right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so the, you're kind of right. Yeah, I, think that's, I think that might be actually what it like was. When, you, when you're young, you're a fucking kid. And, you know, and when I say also when you're a kid, like, you got to have that shit. Because if you was just work, work, work all the time, you wouldn't be who you are now. Like, you... You'd probably be like maybe on a better path, but if let's say you 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 was on a not the let's say your path got strayed and you're not doing what you want to do, all that work 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 and not having a childhood. Next thing you know, you got Neverland Ranch. Yeah, I guess so. You know I mean, because I just want to be a kid. Look at me. Yeah. Want to be a kid. I mean, you're one hundred percent. You're one hundred percent right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're very right. But, uh, yeah, I just uh, also didn't know anything about, like, delivery and stuff like that. It was kind of just, like, I got the words, and I got the notes, I'm just put it out. But, you know, getting older, getting more mature, it's like, ah, I could say this differently. I could I could do this more smooth. I could. My voice sounds weird on this one part, but you don't have that stuff when you're a kid. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, wait. Oh, not to cut you. I'm sorry. What did you say? No, I, I was done. Was oh, like, when you're, when you're a kid, you don't think about that shit. You think about, like, when you... Well, when you first start, not not even when you're a kid, when you're an artist and you first start, like let's talk about it last week with Keys. When you first start, you fucking you put out everything and you think that shit sound fine to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I killed that shit. But then when you listen to shit later down the line, when you get better, you go, Jesus Christ, what the fuck was I thinking? You know what I mean? Yep. 
I do that constantly. Like, like Jesus Christ, what the fuck was I thinking? I listened to old shit that I did, and I turn it off. Shit that I used to think was fire, I could listen to ten times in a row. This shit gets like until a certain point, I go fuck that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it goes like that. Yeah. But it, that just shows you're progressing as an artist that you can you hear certain things. And I'm like, oh, I could do it this way. Oh, I can like yeah. like you're saying, like I could deliver it this way. Or what if I put this here? What if I change this word from this? Or what if I change this cadence to this? You know what I'm saying? But then that goes with being an artist, and that's good that you have that now because we have niggas in the game that don't have that, and they suck. So it's yeah. good that you have that now, where you don't have to be that motherfucker. Three studio, like three, you know, commercial albums in, and then you going, you like, ugh, you gonna come yeah. into the shit. And listen to this shit. Because you got albums now that are better than motherfuckers that got albums out. Or motherfuckers' best albums, you could say. You have albums better than. You know what I mean? And you can see yeah. growth in every album. But speaking of albums, your first album, what was it called? W.I.D. That's what, that's what you're going to go as your first album? I was going to say the, first... the school joint. Oh, yeah. That was a mixtape. Oh, that was a mixtape. Yeah, yeah. How was that received when you put that out? What What did your peers say? Man, all right. So my peers, that shit. I'm I'm not gonna lie. That kind of blew up around high school. Uh, I will say I dropped that, and by the time I left high school, everybody in the school knew who I was. Whether they was my one of my friends, like one of my homeboys, uh, whether they I didn't know them and they just loved my music, or they was a nigga that didn't fuck with me. Everybody. Everybody in that school knew who I was. Um, I would be walking around randomly, like around lunchtime or whatever, and people all the time would walk up to me. You, you Zay? I'm like, yeah, I think so. And like, yo, I like your, uh, I like your music. You got some good bars. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. But like, I don't know who this nigga is. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm such and such. Um, and when I look back, that's that's the prime example of a project that I look back on and I'm like cringing because I've, I've developed like so much as an engineer, producer, and an artist that it's like, yo, what was I possibly thinking back then? Yeah. But at the time, I was, I was honestly on cloud nine. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved me for the most part. So it was great. Um, but yeah, I don't count that as an album. I just count that as a mixtape. Okay. So, yeah. all right. So, your first album was W.Y.D. Yeah. Right? That That's the green one? Yep. The green one. All right. I was talking to Drains at work about that. He said he was listening to that shit. He said the shit was fire. I was like, yeah. He be doing his thing, man. Um. So, what was your experience? Now, you recorded W.Y.D. on your own, right? Uh, All of the albums that are up now, I recorded all on my own. Okay, so like, what was your experience? Like, you knowing that it's gonna be your first album album, what was your mindset going into it? Uh, so my mindset switched from that, between that and the ones before it, uh, because like the senior year mixtape in twelfth grade and the one that I, the mixtape I dropped right after that, um, I was, I had a, a general date in mind or general time in mind when I wanted to drop. So I kind of, whether I was done or not, which I wasn't, 
I was, you know, trying to beat that that deadline. Whereas was switched with WID and so on. Like from WID all the way up to today, uh, what I do is I don't tell nobody that I'm doing it. Like uh, what, when it would possibly drop, I don't tell myself when it would possibly drop. I don't put myself to that, you know, stipulation or whatever. Uh, I just kind of just let stuff organically come. If I don't drop an album at this time, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm not going to, because I also noticed that when I force myself to write something or if I sit down, I'm like, all right, I need to make a song today or I need to at least make a beat or write to this. And I'm not feeling it. It's going to come out trash. I'm going to come back the next day and be like, yo, I don't like this. Uh, so what I started with that one was, I don't care how long it takes. I could sit with this song for months, a year. If I know I want this song on this album, but it's just not right, I'm going to keep working on it and just organically finish it up. And then once everything is fully done, 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 like all my I's are dotted and all my T's are crossed, that's when I'm going to be like, all right, I'm thinking about dropping it this day. And then go from there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, you recorded... um. Well, one thing I will say before I go to that, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not yeah yeah yes man, you know what I mean. You know, I always tell you like the real how I feel. I yeah. the only the the problem. Well, I'm not gonna say the problem, but the thing that I have. But you just told me like if you don't, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give myself a set date. You know, I'm gonna do it. You don't think that gives you like more time to procrastinate if you don't have anything set in stone that you want to move towards? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. But for me, it's better to procrastinate than it is to rush. Um, because your product is gonna come out rushed. If if you know, oh, I wanna drop in in June, but your shit is only halfway done and you know you got twelve fucking songs on there, you gonna you're gonna be rushing. Uh and that that will definitely come through. And you may not know it then, like when you drop it, but you're gonna come back years later, like, wow, this just doesn't feel like it it comes together well i i i do that to give myself time to procrastinate um because when you procrastinate something like the album i got now it's songs on this album that i recorded two years ago like the, i think the oldest song that i recorded on this album was at the beginning of the pandemic uh but giving yourself time to procrastinate that'll force you to oh let me go check out that one song i recorded two ass years ago let me let me see how that sounds like if it still holds up because you know you develop your artistry develops the my engineering production all that i know how to play guitar now you know i didn't know how to play guitar when i made those songs um so that that procrastination lets you add what you know now to something that you did in the past before it comes out because the when it comes out, they're not gonna know that you did it two years ago. They just gonna see it as you just this is your new thing that you put out today. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I'd much rather procrastinate. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Shut me the fuck down. Um so <laughs> when you recorded WYD, you was in college. Yep. How was how was that experience recording an album while you were in college? Uh fun. Uh it was actually pretty fun. Um, it gave me a lot of experiences to actually talk about. And not just the main, you know, thing that ha- that the album is about, you know, my ex and being sad and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. 
But uh, like, you know, when you're in college, you're actually doing stuff. You got classes, you got parties, you got friends that knock on your door and just bust in your house at any time of the day. Um, so, you know, you have these different things that can pull together. And also you have all these different people around you that you can pull from. So like, I remember WID, me and uh, my homeboy Motoro were super like, that was around the time that we started bouncing stuff off of each other because he started singing and I was already singing. So I was picking up, picking off stuff from him. Like, oh, I never thought to do, th- do this like that. And he would, oh, I didn't ever thought, you know what I'm saying? So you just have all these different people to pick from and you're in this enclosed environment. So I really did enjoy it. Like, yeah, it was hard, like scheduling and all that. But um, once you get past that and you find the free time to carve out to actually work on your music, it, it, it was fun. I enjoyed that process. Okay. Now you now you said um that you recorded the album because you were sad. Uh, I didn't record it because I was sad. I recorded it about what was happening, and I just happened to be well, not sad, but you know, I make I'm an R and B singer, so I make love songs most of the time, and you know, I'm gonna sing about what's going on around me, and I had just you know. Uh, got out of a relationship, got broken up with, yada, yada, yada. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to make make it kind of about this. But I didn't make the album because I'm sad. Okay. I made the album because I wanted to make music. Make the album because you wanted to make music. So like when you was on, um, when you was at, uh, did you, I mean, they're going to know anyway. When you, when you was at Hampton, right? And was like, did was when, um, when people found that we were making music, did that make you a little bit more popular? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Because I had been making music that whole time, but I would say around the time, maybe a little bit before WID dropped, but definitely after, um, that's when my name started to blow up on campus. Uh, Because I started actually getting out of the house more or getting out of my my apartment more. Um, I was actually on campus doing stuff. I would just be... You know, walk around meeting people, not letting my social anxiety take over. Uh, And that's when, like, the same thing that happened in high school happened again here. I won't say everybody on campus knew who I was, but, like, at least 90% of the campus knew who I was. Once again, I would just be walking to class randomly, looking like this, looking bummy, not looking like a rapper or nothing. Uh, Got my headphones in or whatever and somebody be like hey you say blaze or they'd be like you're the, you're the dude from the uh the sticker the the, the little green sticker i'm like yeah i actually am I'm like yo i listen to that that's really good like you you're really talented yo we should work on some music we should da 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 like yo that's crazy because i don't know who you are um so it started to happen again but yeah i would say around that time yeah, my name started to blow up on campus. All right, all right. So yeah, your best track on that album to me was uh, "Emotion." That's so crazy that you say that because you really don't like R and B like that. I don't, but that was a good track. I I personally think should have went in another direction with the video, but that's just me. Like the video mm-hmm. was fine. I I think that you should have went in another direction, but the fucking that track is fire. Like that track was the track in 2018 
It was, it was, it was in my top three of the shit that I listened to because it was really good. No, because yeah. you you saying some shit that uh, most niggas would feel. I'm like, damn, bitches out here in the bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And he'd be like, nah, yeah. now I gotta, now I gotta do me. So like, what was your um, what was your jumping off point with that song? Like, what 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 made that song come to fruition? Um, honestly. Cause that was one of the songs that actually was not about someone, but the way that that song happened, uh, I remember, um, cause I recorded that song like the year before I just threw it on the album. Um, that song, I was in my apartment. I was supposed to go to the Delta probate. I, I remember this like it, like it was last week. I was supposed to go to the Delta probate with my girl and her best friend. Well, we had a whole squad of friends. So all of us were supposed to go to the Delta probate, but I woke up too late. And anybody that has ever been on Hampton campus knows that if you are not extremely early to a, a probate, whether it's Delta, Kappa's, anybody, if you are not extremely early, you're going to be late as hell. And you won't be able to get a seat. You won't find nowhere to park, none of that. Uh, so I ended up waking up late. They didn't call me to wake me up. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to sit in the house, make make a song. So I, I made that beat right then and there. And then I think I made the beat not to like, not with the intention of using it. I just was messing around in like drum kits or whatever. And uh, I, after I kind of structured it a little bit, I was like, hold up. And I, so I recorded the verse, I recorded the hook, and I remember yelling at my roommate, like, yo, Chase, come listen to this. And I played it for him. He's like, yo, this is good. Like, that, because that was the first song of, like, this new sound of Zay Blaze that we have today. He's like, yo, I didn't know you could, you know, you could do this. This is really good. Uh, I was like, I just did this just now. Like, I, I think I finished that whole song by the time my girl and the rest of our friends had got back from the probate. And then like from then on, I just was like tweaking the mix and doing this, adding the beat drop here and there. So that's that's how that song came into fruition. I just was fucking around because I was late to probate. So did you already have the beat for it, like the beat already ready? Or did you nope. make that beat? I, I made the beat. I made that beat right there. Okay. I okay. made that beat right there. Yep. So the time you was in Hampton, you met um your boy Mo Thorough. Yep. You met Kai oh, yeah. Cash. Yep. So, yep. and every time you uh, entered a fucking uh, talent contest, you won. I don't say every time. Oh, I, well, everyone that I know of, you won. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to give you some, some insight on that. <laughs> so, the earlier ones, I didn't win. Uh, Are you using your ass bucket? And no, I'll just tell I'll, I'm literally gonna tell you the reason. And anybody that has ever been on Hampton campus knows this that campus is, is extremely, I mean, as is any HBCU, but extremely clout based. So when I was like just a nobody, you know, making music, I had my little pocket of fans here and there. And I would enter these contests, no matter how good you are, but no, no matter how good I was, uh, you know. I would lose the some of these things because the person that I was going up against was more popular on campus. 
So I remember the first time that I did this thing we did called Hampton Idol. Uh, I got all the way up to the final round because people loved my first round. But they, they was going crazy for me. But the last round, I lost because she she's my homegirl to this day. Like, I ain't no beef in there. But my homegirl, Nyla, she's a rapper, but she's also gay. And she's the gay type of female rapper that's like, kind of like that young and made, like super fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? Like we all got one of those gay gay homegirls. That's just like super ass cool. All the girls love them, all the dudes love them cause, cause they just so cool. Um, so as soon as she went on stage, I saw it, I saw it happen in real time. As soon as she went on stage, everybody was like, ah, and then I'm just this weird fucking, <laughs> this weird awkward dude that comes up after her. I remember I came up after her <laughs> and I'm up here spitting my conscious rap and all that. And she up here talking about like, oh, I fuck your girl, like all that type of stuff. And I was like, oh, she won this. Yeah. And I wasn't mad. Like I, because I understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know don't nobody know who I am. I'm not the coolest dude on campus. That's when I started to, like, like, I would say after that year is when I started to, like, switch up my my demeanor on campus, started wearing more jewelry, started dressing more, you know, flashy, more colors and stuff, uh, just so, like, for that brand recognition. So when I came back the next time for Hampton Idol, won. I won because niggas knew who I was. And Nala... That's why that's why she my homegirl. Cause she was, I remember she was in the crowd when I won. Like she was in the crowd, the main one hyping me up, singing every single word to each one of my songs. And I was like, yeah, that's a good friend right there. Okay. But I won right there just because I was more popular next year. That's okay. it. All right. I see yeah. You. I see you. All right. So WID comes out. Uh, how do you feel about the the success about that album? Uh, WYD was definitely the, um, like I said, it was very pivotal. Um, had it not been what it was, I probably wouldn't make the type of music that I make now. It'd probably be pretty similar, but not the type of music that I make now. Yeah. Um, it's not the, obviously it's not an album that like made me extremely famous. Uh, but that definitely was the album that got niggas knowing my name on a whole campus and a little bit off campus too. Um, so I think the album was pretty successful for what it was and for what I needed it to do. And it was kind of like one of those, it's only up from here type of albums. Whereas the stuff before that was kind of like, I'm making a lateral movement, you know what I'm saying? But that one was like, it, it bumped me up immediately. Now I'm going to ask you this, like, do all your albums have a color theme on purpose? It's very intentional. Yeah. So the, very the first one was green on purpose? Yeah. Well, okay. The first one, we kind of were just playing around with lighting. I'm actually looking at it right now. So we were kind of uh, playing around with the lighting. I remember that day. It was like a random day in November. I had just got back from the skate park. But my homeboy was like, hey, you need a photo shoot? I could pull up to the crib. So you, we literally shot that in my hallway outside my roommate's room. Um, And, you know, we had like this we took the colored LED light out of my booth, out of my studio booth, and, like, just put it in the hallway and just played around with different colors and all that. And we came up with that one. I was like, I like that. Make it super simplistic on the the cover. But I was like, I like that. Uh, from then, 
from then it started to be on purpose. Um, but that's because of marketing and branding. Um, because it's very easy to have a, uh, uh, an album cover or mixtape cover, song cover, whatever that doesn't really stand out because of like more muted tones and darker like blacks and browns and stuff like that. So when I started doing this whole thing, I was like, the colors is what's making it stand out. If you see that green, that green little sticker on campus, oh, that's, that's that guy. Oh, now he's doing pink. And it's going to make you like look twice at hold up Robbie's calling me mm -hmm. um it's gonna make you can you see me uh hold on He's a second call me again mom can you please tell Robbie to stop calling me <laughs> can you please tell me he's busy doing something can you see me no uh let me let me go back yeah you back all right cool um yeah so just that color will make you like subliminally do it like a double take, like, oh, that's kind of cool. That pink, that's a nice pink against like the background and the the words and all of that. Um, so that's why I kept it going because that things like that is gonna be what makes you click on something. Science catcher. Um, rather than being like, hey, yo, click on this. Yeah. Having that will, will make them think that that's their own idea to click on something just to see what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got your, uh, as as requested in chat, I got your album up. You know what I'm saying right now? Got the little oh. Zay in the, what was the, what's the Z in the heart for? I never noticed that. It's a Z and a B, but the B is tilted to be a heart. But oh. it's like, if, if you look at it as letters, it's a Z and a B. But if you look at it as a design, it's like a little boop, boop. Okay. And a heart. Yeah. Right. But, you know. It's it's just me being on some simp shit, oh, which is all the time. Um, yeah. uh, so after WYD, you got the next album. That's why I asked you about the colors because you got flame now. Yeah. And now you all doused in pink like a Cameron. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do what do you want to tell us about that album? Like, how did you how you feel about that album? I love that album. I I listened to it kind of recently. Actually, June isn't that recent, but uh. I, I did a, a fresh listen to it, and me, being that I'm in a different headspace now, uh, the music still stands up. Like, this isn't one of those situations where, like, the music is super cringy or nothing like that. But um, the album is really, really sad. And, yeah, that's how I was feeling at the time. And... In that time, I was like, wow, this album sounds really good. Like, it's a really good album, which it really is. But me listening now, I'm like, yo, I was I was really down bad. Because you can hear it in my voice. You can hear it in the stuff I'm talking about. It's, I was just, like, super depressed. But it's stuff like that. Like, when you make music or when you make art or whatever it is in your current headspace, that makes for much more inspired art. Um, Cause I could easily just, you know, I'm not feeling nothing It's just start making stuff, but it's not gonna come off. It's gonna feel very uninspired. Um, but I still love that. I, I think that's probably one of my best albums. Uh, so you, you made that album. You say you was like sad, you was down bad on that album. Now, what is, 
I'm 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 impressed that you can you can go and write about how you feel at the time. That shows the mark of a, like a good artist. That's not me blowing smoke. But uh, you already know me. What the fuck? So so what? like 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 what the fuck like so that it was that you was that down bad where whoever did whatever to you I don't I don't know this like the stories behind these albums because you know better so fucking to tell me but like um what, what whoever did whatever to you like did that so th- does that put you like in a place where you like fucking because you don't, you know always call you sad boy Zay you know what I'm saying like sad boy Zay like we take a picture you be like this. Yeah, I'm like, why are you taking a sad boy like, like smile, motherfucker? You're supposed to be happy, but like at that time, at that time of flame, you wasn't happy. Nah, not at all. All right. Um, there was a lot, and it wasn't just uh, somebody that did something. And I, I could talk about these things, but that was the time in my life where, um, I was thinking about dropping out of school because I had failed, like. I was doing really good in all my classes except one particular class that was, and with one particular teacher that was really holding me back. Um, it was around the time that I was, I couldn't afford rent. I couldn't afford food. Um, it was around the time where that was the beginning of when people around me started to die. Um, and, you know, at the end of every day, no matter what went wrong, because I, I already was like super depressed, where it's like I didn't care to like get out of bed. Yeah. But at the at the end of each day, no matter what was wrong, I could, you know, call up this girl I was I was talking to, and she was like this girl that I had a crush on for like two years before that. Uh, so I'm like, I finally got the girl I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I could talk to her about it. You know, that was like the one good thing at the end of my day. Um, and then out of nowhere, that situation dissipated. Um, and I didn't know why. So that was kind of like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, so like, yeah, the album is about her, but it's like, if like, I remember when I dropped it and you pointed out the skit. Yeah. The skits will tell you all the things. The skits and like the things I say in some of the songs will tell you like all the other stuff that you know I was going through at the same time. But like I sent the album around her because like yo, you were like the last thing that was going good for me right now, and now I don't even got that. So yeah, yeah you you so basically you was on your struggling artist vibes, like everything like um you know shit shit happened around you that either gonna make or break you. Basically, that was uh, what yep. was happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so exactly. That right. ain't that ain't too bad. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess it was bad in hindsight. Mm. I'm a glass half full motherfucker, so like, <laughs> hey, you, you made it through. Somebody told yeah. me. Oh, but you made it through and shit like that. But um, but you had some pretty good fucking songs on there. But the one that really stood out to me, and I guess this is about the chick that you're talking about. Is you don't love me. You don't love me, you just lonely. I knew you were to bring up that song. <laughs> yeah. What about it? That that was the fucking that's the song that I, I was like, hey man, this motherfucker again with this nigga, he's spitting that shit. You know I don't like R and B like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I was like, this motherfucker spitting that shit on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Because that's really how it be. Like, girls will come into your life and blow all kind of smoke up, up your ass and not want to follow through. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes, like, I, don't get me wrong. I'm okay with being a temporary nigga in, cer- in certain women's lives. I'm very okay with being temporary. But, like, when it's somebody that you actually fuck with and they treating you like a yo-yo, that, that should, you know. Well, that's good that you fucking, you figure that out young, the way when you get older, you're not going to have that same, you're going to see the signs we have the same mistakes. But back to the song, So You Don't Love Me, that was my first favorite on the album, but it's not my favorite anymore. Okay. My favorite, actually, after I saw you perform it, was, um, was Look. Yeah. I got some things to show you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, but you know, I fuck. No, not not look. My fault. That was my second favorite. That's always my second favorite. My favorite is my zone. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what I meant to say. My zone. Yeah. Yeah, because like look, it. look has a uh, Mo Thorough on it. Yeah. Yeah. But you you got some you got some uh you got some uh, jammers on there. But like so on my zone, nigga. When you made that song, what was was you in your zone? Like fuck this. This is my shit or. Uh, yeah, like, um, when I did that, I was kind of just talking about, like, how, because I get extremely, I do get very tunnel vision, and no matter what it is I'm doing, I could be on the game, and I get tunnel vision, I could be making music, I get tunnel vision, I'd be in class, I get tunnel vision, uh, but it's like, I really don't like when... People try to literally like I don't like when people try to talk to me and like have a whole conversation. Like I, I love my girl to death, but she, my girl now even does that. Like I be like dead, like focused on something, and like you know when somebody just come up talking to you, like for like way too long. Like a hey, hi, bye, whatever. Oh, this happened, that happened. That's fine, but it's like you're trying to have a whole one-sided conversation with me, and I'm like actively on a mission right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's literally what that's like the words of that song is exactly how i felt when i made it like yo please stop talking to me i'm yeah in my zone uh but yeah when i when i made that i was definitely i was definitely in my zone i tell you that's that's what my barber calls my barber used to be like man i ran into so-and-so i mean i'm trying to skate this nigga be wrapping me up and i laugh i laugh because it's true nigga be wrapping him up I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I don't know who this new chick is in the neighborhood, but she has a fat ass. She also has a kid. She has a fat ass. She also has a kid, though. She lives across from you? I ain't seen her. Nah, she's walking up the hill. Um, oh. I think the people across from me from New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. So you got that. I you always wanted to know, was Discreet just a song that you and Heather just did, or did that have, you know, your hidden meanings in that shit, too? Or you don't want to talk about it, we just move on to the next thing. <laughs> uh, me and Heather have never fucked. No. I didn't ask, uh, I didn't ask that. I, <laughs> I just said, was, um, I, it could have been a minute you was talking about nothing. She was just on the track. I never said y'all, if y'all fucked. That's oh, okay. you. I thought, <laughs> Look at this nigga. Thought, <laughs> he telling on himself. <laughs> I, 
Oh, no, that's what you was asking. That's that's a remarkable uh, good interviewer, people, to get motherfuckers to tell on themselves. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, we actually have never done nothing, but uh, that was just a song. Um, I made that song because we, me and Heather had like a show together, and she had this one song. I can't remember what it was called, but it blew up on SoundCloud. She actually went viral for a while. Um, and I had made the beat based off of that song. Uh, cause I knew like, yo, I want to get Heather on, on my album. Um, so I kind of made it, made the beat after her and just called her. I was like, yo, what are you doing? Let me show you the song. And I showed her, she loved it. She came through, killed it. Uh, fun fact though, that song is my least favorite song on that album. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's trash, but I can see why. Um, it's that a song. song. It's a, it's a favorite. It's on my playlist though. It's favorite. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of people's favorite song on that album actually, and I, that's really surprising to me. But that song is my least favorite because of how many times I've like gone back to like restructure it. Um, those eight oh eights was really pissing me off. It's because like, you're level. Okay, the mastering, everything about that song. I was like, I'm just not gonna do this song, and I can't have this. I can't do an album without having Heather on it after she recorded her verse. So I just won't be dropping an album no time soon. But, you know, I powered through. I got it sounding good. You know what I'm saying? I rewrote, I had to rewrite my verse like four times. Um, and I, I finally got it to where I needed it to be. Oh, and I rewrote the hook hella times. It was called like so many other different things before. I like, but yeah. I like the, the way it comes in, like the chord, like that chord. Yep. I love that yep. that the way it comes in, that shit was fire. That's what cause that's what caught my eye. Cause always listen to your fucking albums all the way through. Like once. I mean like when I first hear it, I listen all the way through. I don't be like, fuck that track. You know what I mean? If I don't like something, yeah. I just be like this. I'll listen. Be like, okay. This little nigga got something here. But then fucking when I I remember when I was um I think I was at work and that shit did it's doom. Don't I thought, okay, what's this? And no, this shit y'all was talking about. I was like, y'all niggas is going on this shit. Know what I mean? It's it's like my number three, four favorite song. Okay. Yeah. But like um out of all those songs on there, but like uh but yeah, man, that shit was cool. All right, so boom. Uh Flame comes out. You're not Cameron anymore. <laughs> you you turn in the um you turn in the little C's. From the, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, what, from what, Dream what, Mafia, yeah, Dream Mafia. Turn the little seeds from the Dream Mafia video, yeah, and you go Turn fuck it. Um, you got do you care? Yeah. Do you care? Tell me what's up with do you care? Uh, do you care is kind of like a, a a sequel to Flame, which was a kind of like a sequel to WID. Uh, do you care was like well I'll tell you what it was about it was about being ghosted right and I remember I remember you was like yo whoever did your album cover whoever did the track list is trash da, da, da. I was like I did it and, he, and you was like I don't like it it looks like an obituary I was like yeah <laughs> I know I. that's why I did it like that. <laughs> that's why I did it like that I'm gonna be real. Uh, niggas, niggas gotta know. I'm gonna tell you what I think, man. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna tell niggas what what I think, man. So fucking this shit, couple. He sent me the shit, like, yo, 
in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I'm saying? And not to say that it wasn't it wasn't well done. It's I'm gonna tell you what I think. Like what I think. I ain't saying none of the uh-huh. songs are trash. I just didn't like the fucking the cover art. And yeah, the best. it's just like I'm like what the fuck, man. You, every time I see and you, it's, it's it's sad boy Zay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I I can only, it's crazy I, can that only you... I can only fucking fathom what the new fucking album is gonna look like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, I think you like the new album, but, um, but it's crazy that you said that when it when Do You Care dropped because everybody loved that, especially the back. Everybody loved the obituary look. Um, like I remember, I was in the studio with Kaya with, with my homeboy Kyle, um, when I had announced this, like when it had popped up on Instagram, and his his line brothers and whatnot who don't even know me like i said at this point everybody like a lot of people on campus knew who i was but niggas that didn't even know me they was like yo y'all seen zay's new album cover yo he always got some nice ass album cover i gotta so it was weird that you said that because everybody else loved it but yeah so that's why you know i got flowers that's why um it looks like an obituary kind of on the back because it was about me being ghosted and the uh the um what you call it the skits and all of that they were me being in the hospital because I was in a coma yeah uh which is you know played off like I died but um yeah so that's why it's called do you care because it really means like you you ghosted me and what if something happened like what if i got in this car accident and ended up in a coma you would would you even know or care because you 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 already treated me like i fucking died yeah. so that's that's kind of what that album is it's just it's all a metaphor um it's a lot of like different easter eggs a lot of different hidden shits in the album like um for example the last song of flame is called sleep yeah. Uh, but the first song on "Do You Care" is called "Awake," um, and like the first line I say on "Do You Care" is "I should have stayed asleep. I knew I wouldn't like waking up. My alarm driving me crazy." Um, but yeah, that's that's what that's all about. Okay. Okay. I was uh, getting kept spamming shit, so I was trying to knock that spam motherfucker out while I was trying to do that shit. But all right. But um, so my favorite song on that album. Is what you have in your mouth? Tulips. Oh, tulips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember you. Rem- I remember I hear that song. That's got to be my. I'm not even gonna front. That's got to be my favorite song from you. Thank you. That's that 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 fucking song right there. It's got to be my favorite song from you, because what the fuck is this shit at? All right, there it is. I like the way you going in that, and I can actually see a vision. Remember. Cause I remember when I hit you up, bang. When I remember when I hit you up, and I was like, "Yo." When I heard that song, this vision was in my mind, and I told you this vision that I had, like for the video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then fucking COVID, but fucking uh, yeah. but the vision that I had for the video that would have fit that song because of the way that song was. That's that shit is my favorite song. Like I don't skip that song when it when it comes on. Not my favorite song of all time, but my favorite song from you. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah but you have the shits in that. You have the the skit at the uh, end of that song. Wait, yeah. was it the skit? It was a, a hidden track at the end of that one. Yeah, but oh, what was the one where um, oh boy was talking to the nurse? Oh, James. I think that was actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was actually Tulips. Where he's yeah. like, yo, nurses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that shit by fucking heart. I, I laugh. But um, but then you also have that. But then you have Invisible Ink, which is also yep. a great track. Thank you. Yeah. So now, which, what's your favorite song off the, uh, the Do You Care album? Uh... It's crazy that you asked that because it literally changes every time I listen. Um, and it all it also depends on like what mood I'm in. But I would say um probably alive, the, the outro. Yeah. Um just because of from a music theory standpoint and from a uh artistic standpoint i would probably say a lot that was a, I, I feel like i was in my bag on that song that was a lot of niggas i remember when i didn't hear the album my first and everybody else was hearing it like all your friends and shit in the chat there was like yo this alive was alive was what you call it and then i was yeah. like oh, oh shit well i looked at where it was and i was like i got one way to go like when i started <laughs> listening to the album but i remember i was playing i was at the house i was playing the game and i listened to the whole shit i was like this motherfucker got something but like tulips is the shit that you know i go you know, I mean, that's my shit, man. Yeah. But uh, but Invisible yeah. Ink, that was good. I think that the person that was supposed to be on there today, that is, um, she likes that song. Yeah. Invisible Ink. That, that's a, you're, you're a motherfucker with these songs. But the reason why, let me go back to your cover art, right? The reason okay. why I didn't like your cover art with the, with the obituary and all that shit, because, and why everyone else liked it, is because all you niggas is sad. You know what I'm saying? Y'all all... This, what, I'm, what I'm a smile for. It's, oh, my God, it's man. That's not what the album is about. Oh, my God, man. But what I'm, I'm smiling at. But, but that was my shit. It wasn't like, yo, this shit is dookie. It's just like, God damn, nigga, they crack a smile. I know you ain't that motherfucking unhappy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but do you understand why the album cover is what it is? Like, why I understand. Wait, when you explain it, when you explain it to me, I said, okay. But I remember when I when you first I first seen the shit, yeah, I, I hit you up. Like, hey, nigga, what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's funny. That's funny you remember that. I was like, hey, nigga, what the fuck? Bro, I remember everything, bro. I literally. Remember. That's good. That's good. Remember yeah. everything and use that shit, cause that's what I do. I rem- I don't forget shit. Yeah. I don't forget nothing, motherfuckers say. I don't get. I don't forget nothing, motherfuckers do. I use that shit. But all right, nigga, bet motherfucker telling me some shit. All right, nigga, bet. You know what I'm saying? So that's good that you remember yeah. everything. But that's my reason. Because I i don't like the whole sad. This, oh, well, of course you don't. This sad generation that's what we got now. Everybody's fucking like, every time you see something, it's all emo and shit. And everybody is like, super. Nah, and you know, these I niggas be lying to you. That. Hold on. These niggas be lying to you. Like your boy Drake. That nigga will fucking, that nigga will fucking uh, record Marvin's room, sit at a table like this. And then go fuck seven models. You know what I'm saying? On a pile of money. Smiling his ass off. Drake don't got no frown lines. He's not sad for real. You don't gotta be sad for real, y'all. Smile, motherfuckers. This nigga Drake, nigga Drake fucking seven models at once. 
on piles of money. <laughs> fucking, he, said, all, he fucking a pile of women. A pile of women on a pile of money. Just piles of just piles of bitches. Piles of piles of bitches on piles of Benjamins. And y'all niggas sitting up here like this. Cups of the rose. Bitches in my old phone. Why this nigga's like, I've been in this club too long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> throwing, throwing fucking $200,000 on the stage for strippers. Smiling. You don't never see Drake like out like this. That nigga. <laughs> Showing them half your teeth off, man. Yo. You know what I mean? Stop yeah. fucking, y'all niggas don't gotta be sad. These niggas is tricking you. This nigga Drake, so sad, right? He's so sad and he's so brokenhearted all the time that he proceeds to fuck every bad bitch y'all wanna fuck. But this nigga is sad. Find me one nigga that can fuck every bad bitch that everybody wants to fuck and he fuck him and he like this. I mean, it's relatability. Yeah. Who, it's is relatability. It really, are you really related or is he lying to you? To make y'all be like this whole this nigga Drake. I mean, but but think about it. The sad music in any artist, whether it's me, Drake, Mary J. Blige, the Mary J. Blige is getting her ass beat for real. Unless it's you, everybody has always loved people who's more sad. Look at Chance the Rapper. That nigga was down, but he was addicted to acid. He was broke. He was all this other shit. He made acid rap and that shit blew the fuck up. Addicted but to now, acid? You well, can't be okay, addicted, addicted to acid. I don't think you could be addicted to it. Psychologically, yes, but not physically. But still, he was on acid, he was on pills, he was on all this other shit. Um, and he made his best mixtape yet. But the nigga found God, he, he found a wife, he had a kid, and now I don't know, because all his shit sound corny now. Or, or was it, or was it that that motherfucker wasn't as good as y'all thought he was and he just had that one hit wonder? No, because one before that was good too. Well, I don't. I didn't hear. Ten him. day. I know. I know. But I the ten day was his mixtape before uh, acid rap. He did that like his senior year of high school. That shit was crazy too. But once he, it's like the better his studio quality got, the like you could tell he had more money, and then he started finding God and well, all, like Spike he was Lee's actually nephew. happy now, huh? He's Spike Lee's nephew, so, and he's also Spike Lee's nephew. Uh, and, um, he got off of the drugs. He, he ain't got nothing to complain about now. So is for one, I think I still like Chance's music. I think he's still talented. Yes, he is corny, but I think half of the corniness comes from not being relatable. Cups of the rose. <laughs> Bitches in my old phone. I should call on and go home. Nah, man, I don't like this whole that whole sad shit, man. Like, I don't like the emo way. I don't like the emo trap way. I mean, y'all are fucking. It's, it's not the same thing. Tomato, tomato, nigga. If it's I got two tomatoes, thing, I'm an R and B singer for one. I don't be up here talking about some. I see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. Like nah. Like, I know he's dead. Rest in peace. He's a great dude, I'm pretty sure. But I don't, I don't even know who you were fucking talking about. I thought you were talking World. about. I thought that was I Lil know, Uzi Vert. Him too. Like, are you doing punk punk rock or trap? And like, yeah, if you're trying to bridge two genres together, sure. But it's like, it, to me, like, because they have, that has the, its fan base. You know what I'm saying? People love it. And I, I love them for that. But for me, it's like, why are you so sad? 
as a as a trap rapper, why are you so sad? And that's me saying that. I was about to say, <laughs> how dare you? Pot calling the kettle black. How dare you? But everybody just so, everybody so fucking. Every time I see something, it's like fucking take a picture, nigga. Be like, like nigga, man, you rap, you living. You supposed to be living, nigga. You're supposed to be sad all the time. But that's the that's the generational gap too, though. Because when nigga, when you was coming up and nigga was rapping, it was all. Yo, yo, yo. And now, you know, you know, niggas is more in touch with their emotions now. And that's the reason why the world is how it is now. Because everybody is soft. I ain't gonna say soft. No, I think y'all niggas Shit, are soft. Even, even a little baby is in touch with his emotions and he ain't soft. And that little baby ain't in touch with his emotions. Oh, little baby saw You said little baby or the baby? Not the baby. Little baby. I don't the baby, baby just... The baby is literally just a cartoon. So he doesn't count... <laughs> that nigga, I'll be listening to Lil Baby. I'll be, I mean, the baby. I'll be, yeah, I'll be getting pumped. The baby is for niggas like you, but Lil Baby. <laughs> you know why? Because he's Lil happy. Baby definitely in touch with his emotions. You know why? Because he's happy. You can't tell that nigga with his big coon smile all the time. The mouth, mouth full of fucking diamonds. <laughs> happy fucking bitches. I listen. I heard. I haven't heard vibes in a long time. That shit came on the playlist today while I was at work. I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or when that nigga, that nigga was rapping on scat with um Tory Lanez. I was like, nigga, let, let this nigga go. Look at him go. But that's also his image, too, though. Uh, I will say, like, art, music has, since, aside from the baby, and niggas like the baby, art has allowed niggas to, because, you know, we don't really talk about our emotions like that. The, the, the way the world has worked for eons and centuries, men can't really talk about their emotions like that. But... I don't know who started it. Maybe I don't know. Probably oh, Cool J. But uh, niggas have been like progressively more and more. Hello, Cool J. Nah, he. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about why I said that. Um, but niggas have been able to actually express themselves through the music rather than how it was back in the day. If a nigga back in the in the nineties was talking about the same shit that they talking about now, they'd be like, "Who's this soft ass nigga?" But progressively, you know, niggas talk about that shit now. Yo, I'm actually sad today. Like, yeah, I got money. Yeah, I just fucked two models in the back of my car. But I'm kind of sad today, and I'm right about it. Now, the reason I say LL Cool J is because there was this whole debate about um, was Drake the first person to be, was Drake the first rapper to, uh, you know, pull this whole I'm in love with you, sad boy, Basically, the first rapper to actually talk about women and actually love them. Because, you know, most rappers like, oh, fuck these hoes. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But somebody pointed out that uh, uh, Cool J did it way before Drake. Do um, I need love? And that too. But all of his shit. Well, most of his shit. I won't say all of it. He was... He said that... Well, I mean, it was pointed out that he actually did that way before Drake. And uh, uh, Cool J was like, yeah, y'all niggas called me corny when I did that. But Drake comes out out of nowhere talking about you the best I ever had, and everybody flocks to that. Well, because back when LL did it, it was corny. But but exactly. LL, you knew LL when that simp like that because he had Return of the Ripper. If anyone has ever heard that diss track to Cannabis, oh my God, nigga, LL, you never heard it, right? You can never fucking look at LL and be like, man, I I, I don't know, ain't no way, ain't no way. Even with but that's the thing. Abs. No, but wait, fake. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
nobody, you know, thinks LL Cool J is soft, but you got to ask yourself, if, if LL didn't do, you know, I Need Love and all that other shit, would Drake even have been as popular as he was when he came out? If Drake was actually the first person to do that shit, niggas probably, because he came up under Wayne. Niggas probably would have been like, yo, who the fuck is this corny-ass, soft-ass nigga? You know what I'm saying? But LL, you know, he kind of, I think he kind of, you know, set the set the ground for that. No, it was all the bitches that love Drake that set the ground for him. He didn't set the ground for shit. That motherfucker came in. He came in on the right wave. He came in on the perfect storm. Fucking, um, what's his name? Lil Wayne. And then, uh, people, I mean, they still clown him today, to this day, trash. But, um, he came in with Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj and them when Lil Wayne was white hot, white hot. You know what I'm saying? He came in with that and he came with his mixtape. I remember I was at work at UPS and my homeboy, uh, Lacey came up to me and he was like, man, you heard this nigga named Drake? I was like, nah, man. He's like, this motherfucker singing rap. Yo, this, he's about to be the next motherfucker. I was like, okay. I looked him up and it was a motherfucker standing and a bunch of fall leaves in a like a, on a street yep. with a bunch of fall yep, leaves. I exactly. And I said, I'm not listening to this bundle of sticks. I'm not doing it. Next, I'm not listening to nothing this nigga got to say. I don't care, man. I don't care what nothing this nigga got to say. So then hey, he's yo. on all these songs with fucking uh. Lil Wayne and, and uh, Young Money and shit, and he's doing his thing. I'm like, okay, like this motherfucker's doing his thing, and then then he tried to get gangster. <laughs> Nigga, what? You gotta switch the image at a certain point. You can rob Drake with fists. You can hold him up at fist point. <laughs> you can't tell me no different. Know what I mean? If if you catch Drake alone, say, "Nigga, give me your shit." Damn, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't hit me, man, please. Cups of the rose. Bitches are horrible. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear that shit. When I see niggas like that, I'm like, no, that is not me. I don't relate to niggas like that at all, fam. Exactly. All. It's a generational thing. But it's because it's a genera y'all new generation of niggas is y'all feel like you know what? You know what really uh goes turns the tide for the generational niggas? Niggas will be like, oh, men can't talk about their feelings, which we, which we really can't. You're right about that. But it goes to where, what the women like. Oh, so yeah. If the women's like, oh, I want to, I want to, uh, Drake is this and that. Drake is this and that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so they going to go, well, I got to be like that because I want to be like, I want to get bitches like Drake. You might be right. That's probably exactly how that's only have a only have a a, a quarter of gas in my tank. I only have a quarter of gas in my tank. Oh my cry. Oh, it's okay, baby. But now and now it turns from you niggas ain't men. Blah blah blah. All you niggas are soft. And now niggas like now they got this, now they trying to revert. And you got Kevin Samuels all, all these niggas is in the building. They don't know what to do. Don't be a bundle of sticks. It's easy as that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just don't, don't oh be my. Don't be the bundle of sticks. You know what I'm saying? But you are right. It's about what the women like. I will give you that. And, niggas, that and, and what Trash is saying right now is 100% legit. He got peed on. Confirmed. And they let yeah, it confirmed. go. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody from the late 90s to fucking mid-2000s got peed on and tried to diss a nigga, 
they would get him all the way the fuck out of here. That's why I'm glad Pusha T did what he did. And Drake knew he was fucking with somebody he shouldn't have been fucking with. He he was riding off that Meek Mill high, man. I just got Meek. Everybody on my side now. Everybody on my side now. And then Pusha came and put that nigga in his place. I I don't want this no more because this is childish. Sound like a, it sound like what a bitch would say. Ain't no <laughs> way you finna fucking fuck up my money, my deal. Out that I have a kid with a fucking a porn star, and then I'm just not gonna say nothing after that. He couldn't have well, nothing to say. What did he say? He did. Duppy. He said what? No, Duppy was before that. Remember? No, that was after. Remember? No, because I don't remember. I thought Duppy the, was the, before that. The story of uh, Abbott, whatever the fuck, Pusha song. Um, that came first because that was off of some shit that, uh, you know, Drake and Kanye had gotten into. Nah. And, you know, obviously Push got into it and that's when Push dissed Drake. But then Drake came back the day later with Duffy. I thought, I think. I thought Duffy was first and then Story of Adidon came. Cause he said. No, I think Push dropped another one after that. I don't don't think he did. I don't, I promise you, I don't think he did. Uh, that's when he got Jay Prince and everybody was like, yo, you need to chill on Drake. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think. I don't Duffy think, I don't, I think Story of Adonine was it because he didn't come with nothing after that. Because remember, it was stories of motherfucker trying to pay niggas money to find out, to find shit on Pusha T. You know what I'm saying? I think the Duffy freestyle was before that. And then it then came from fucking, um, was Infrared. When Pusha put his album out, Infrared and What Will Meek Do? <laughs> what Will Meek Do? Uh, let's see. I'm about to look this up right now. Story of Adonan. Adonan, my nigga. Adonan. Um, Pusha T. Because I think the, 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 the Duffy shit was because he said some shit about uh, Pusha T's wife. And that's when Pusha T flipped the line. It's like, oh, because you can't, you didn't come from a happy home. Is why you talking that shit. You know October seventeenth. I hear you. I hear you. Ah, uh, Duffy. Because Duffy. but but Drake was on his flying high shit. Yeah, he got peed on. He got peed on by Diddy or somebody. Yeah, whoever asked. Yeah, he he did. Now they didn't Bruh, ask. They were saying. I, huh? They they're saying he got peed on. You in your? Oh yeah. Yeah, he got peed on. Um, uh, where is it? 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 Yeah, but like as he looks it up, yeah, Duffy came first. That's what I told you. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Okay, okay, all right, good one. Yeah, what am I looking at then? Story about that. I don't know if, if he heard infrared or whatever. But push them, you know, niggas, them niggas been taking shots at each other for years, though. And it just culminated to that that one point, that boiling point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a hilarious picture of Drake. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they, they kind of been sending shots at each other for a while, especially after the whole Kanye shit. Um, but yeah, it, but that... That is also another example of generational divide, if you ask me. Um, because Push ain't, ain't the type of rapper to talk about his feelings. 
Push is a push is a rapper's rapper. You know what I'm saying? Drake is a rapper for the ladies, and that started the whole, you know, being more well, not started, but it helped push along the whole being more in touch with your emotions and shit because that's what the girls like, even though they don't like that for real in real life. I don't care who says otherwise. Women do not like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's why niggas be so sad looking on the album cover or whatnot. Cause you know, you gotta fit the, the aesthetic. And fit the aesthetic, be you. Don't be a bundle of sticks. But, um, anyway, off that, that topic. So the new album coming up that you're not going to n- tell me about, I mean, what was saying is, is it, uh, is it SBZ on this one too? Uh, at the beginning. Uh, I did set out to make this album happier. Um, partially just to see if I can. Like, if I can make a, a happy album that's as good as the sad ones, because everybody loves the sad music. So kind of trying to prove that you could be happy and still be great. Um, but also, um, I'm trying it out to see where my maturity goes, where my progression goes. Cause I've already shown that I can be sad. You know what I'm saying? Um, Got three albums worth. Exactly. Um, So with this one, it's sad. It's not necessarily sad in the beginning, not nearly as sad as flame, but it's more like a damn, fuck it. Fuck that bitch. All right, whatever. On to the next. Um, Because it's kind of like a um, follow through from Do You Care? So I will will drop a couple dimes. Um, Whereas the last song on Do You Care is Alive, where I'm saying, like, I need you to feel alive. I need you to make me feel alive. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. And then on the hidden track on Alive, I'm talking about I found my way out, like out of this coma or out of your clutches, however you want to look at it. Um, and the first song on this one is going to be called "Funerals." So, alive funerals, you know, night and day. Um, so, this the the first line on this one is, "I got my life back," because like now I'm in that that stage where it's like I'm not as sad as I was. So fuck this bitch. Like I got my life back. I'm living for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I will say it's kind of sad at the beginning, but all in all, in total, I, I think it's a happier album. Listen, man, you got a track on that bitch that I was there for when they, when they recorded it. Yeah. Y'all niggas is not ready for that one. That's one of the happy songs, too. Dumb niggas is not ready for that one. That motherfucker right there. Woo! I forgot to, I forgot to talk about the album that um you put out where you changed your voice. Oh, yeah. I did that twice. I did it on Flame and Do You Care. No, no, no. Not Change Your Voice. It was like you. Uh, damn, what was that album called? I'm fucking up, man. I should know this. Oh, but it has gra- But it has, it has right. Grab and Go on it and no, Cassette. Nah. It's when you... <laughs> it's right, you, you change your voice. Know. Everybody doesn't know. I dropped an EP with my homeboy, Kyle. Uh, and Bashiri has... This- it's called Before It's Over. <laughs> Yeah, it's called Before It's Over. And Kyle uh, 
Boucher has this joke where every time Kyle comes on, it's like, you change your voice? And it's like, you know, it's just, just another nigga, actually. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. It's you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you singing like that? I remember you singing like that. Oh, my God. Uh, I terrorized that nigga for a whole, the whole week when he was in Georgia with that shit. Playing that shit. Yeah. I was like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> this song's all right, man. But why you ain't just use your whole your regular voice the whole time? What the fuck are you talking about, man? What the fuck are you talking oh about? Oh my god! So you have the new album coming out. You don't have a you don't and you don't have a tentative date, right? Because you don't you don't live by tentative dates. Yeah, I don't have a date yet. Okay. Um, I have a tentative time period, um, which is going to be soon. How soon? I don't know, but it's going to be very soon. Uh, but you know, we have a lot of things to do on the marketing side of it. Cause the album is done, but we got to figure out like, you know, listening party stuff, um, merch, all these different things are going to have to like stack on top of each other for it all to come together at the same time. And that's when it's going to drop. I got you. Um, I got you. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. dope. So no, no date yet. Well, if it's like any of your other works, uh, you shouldn't have any problem with, um, you know, with the reception. Everybody should like it. If they don't like it because it's not sad, then. Fuck them, but I, I doubt. Yeah. I don't. I don't see how they're not gonna like this album. I've heard some of the songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've heard yep. some of the songs, and the songs was fire. Like, like everyone I heard so far is like, okay. I see you, little nigga. And you got Bliss. Is that gonna yep. be on the album? Yes, sir. So you got and Bliss. the song I'm dropping on Friday is 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 gonna be on that album too. Yeah. Saying so, um. You know, the thing with uh, Zay's songs is I always get the, the words wrong on purpose. Yep. And then he'll <laughs> I'll be singing this shit and I, I'll say different things. And it just goes, it's not how it goes. Yes. Go, mm-hmm. And I go, how's it go? And he'll tell me. I go, okay, okay, okay. Then I'll say and it again. And it wrong? Yeah. But that just shows that I like it. You know what I mean, I was, I didn't have the name right last week. That was my apologies. But I got it right this week. It was a stinger at the beginning of the video. That's not cool. It was a stinger at the beginning of the video. You know what I mean? A little 30 seconds. Uh, for those who weren't here for that, I'll play it again for you so y'all can see. Hold on one second. Uh, let's get it. Just just so y'all can see. Check when I'm not, check when I'm not around. And text when I'm not in town. No vest when they shot me down. I should have left when they locked me out of sex in the lobby now, but they don't know my body. Calling the receptionist, connection getting spotty. Damn, could have been the president, the resident, and thotties. All the times that I had failed, shit, my head is getting naughty. Hard-headed, take a guess at all the bread it could have got me. Oh well, you gotta lose some. Brushing off the dirt, I get back up, I'm trying to do some. If I ain't find catharsis in the rhythm, I be too numb. Tension in the air, it's hard to breathe, I just got too long. There you go. You got six lungs. Kind of a funny story about What's that. that album. Go ahead. Tell me about that song. Uh, so I made that song specifically because I was at the CYN camp, um, and one of the niggas that was a producer that was there. His name is uh, Shawan. Um, his producer name is B Bearded though, but um, he had played a beat. And I was sitting right next to him. But it was literally my type of beat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so every time I'm with Kai, I don't know if you remember, but when we was in the studio, uh, what, 2020? Every time I'm with Kai, 
you know, I'm always trying to be polite and be like, hey, uh, is it is it cool if I write something to this song? And Kai and Dan were always like, nigga, like you're you're good, you're with us, you know what I'm saying? Right, so we don't care. If we don't like it, we t- we'll take it off. But, you know, record it. We, that's how all the greatest albums come out anyway. Um, so, you know, when he played this beat, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna stop being so timid. I'm gonna stop being so, you know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, play that beat again. I like that, I'm gonna write to it. And I wrote a whole verse to it. Uh, but one of the niggas that's actually in CYN, he was there too. Uh, and he heard the beat, he was vibing to it, he was bopping to it. And you know, this I know this not gonna be my song, but I just wanted to have a verse on it. Uh, so I'm like, yo, whenever y'all go record the song, please let me know, I got a verse. I remember I spit my verse like three times while he was making the beat or whatever, or while he was playing the beat. And niggas was like, yo, that is hard. That's a nice verse. Um, like that flow is crazy. I, I like that flow. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely let you know. And later that day, I walked past one of the rooms at the camp or whatever, and I hear the beat. And I'm like, oh shit, they're recording. All right, let me pop in, see if I can get my verse off real quick. And it's hella niggas in the room bobbing their head to the to the beat, and it's already recorded over the whole thing. And the nigga that, his name is Trey. I don't know if this was uh, intentional, but his name is Trey. Uh, he's in CYN, Trey Living. As I was like standing in the, in the doorway, trying to get onto the song, he's kind of just looking at me like this, just like this. Like just nodding his head to the song, like, yeah, nigga, I know I recorded this shit without you. So I was like, all right, bet. So, I took the, the beat that he sent me, like the, cause the nigga that made the beat, he knew that I wanted to be on it. He sent me the beat too. Like, so I could like get my verse ready. Um, so I'm like, all right, bet. I took the beat, I put it in a thing. I made that's something that's the exact same tempo uh, with the same drum pattern and put that same first verse on it. And that was bliss. That's how you gotta do it, man. Because niggas will step on your neck to get to the top. They don't give a fuck if you try and be on that song. All that polite shit is uh, that's a no-go. You got to take your shit. So that's good that you did that. And now we have yeah. Bliss. And now you yeah. have six I literally songs. made that song specifically out of spite. You know, let me tell you something. One of the best songs I ever did that I wrote in five minutes is when one of the bitches that they was fucking with at the time had the audacity to have this nigga call me and tell me that he said, hey, man, so-and-so don't like the way you talk to him. I said, I, mean, I, I said, nigga, what? He said, we was about to go to the studio that day. We was about to, we was about to go to the studio in like an hour. Yeah. Uh, so, like, um, he was like, they didn't like the way. Um, I said, word, bet. Humped the phone, got my fucking put on the beat, got a fucking pit of paper. That, and I, I was spitting on that motherfucker. I wrote, I wrote that shit in like five minutes and I recorded it in probably 10 minutes and that's probably one of the best shits I ever did. Don't make me angry. Is the, is the, uh, the moral oh, of the story. Oh, hustle ass nigga. You said what? Oh, hustle and flow ass nigga. <laughs> don't, don't make me angry. All right? I don't... <laughs> he said, whoop that trick. Whoop. <laughs> hey, yeah. I was really yeah, like, nah, I, uh, I, was, I definitely made that song as like a fuck y'all nigga. But that's what you gotta do, though, man. You gotta tell niggas fuck you, other niggas out. Me, you know how it is, though, man. Like, 
I, I would like to say that maybe he didn't do it intentionally, but he probably didn't. But regardless, that was a good ass verse, and I wasn't gonna just let that shit go down the drain just because y'all niggas didn't call me when y'all recorded it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So I remember I driving like, your ass over there every day. Yeah. 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 And we about to do it again when they have the next count. Um. But yeah, that that's that's just the story of that song. That's good, man. Staring, staring at me in the doorway, telling us something. I'm like, damn, I got body. <laughs> but it, it's all good though, because I ended up on a song with uh, me missing that song made me end up on a song with Diddy's son anyway. So, see how the world works, man. Creed moves yep. gonna rise to the top, man. Yep. And so that's good, yep. man. So you know. Yeah, we're gonna have you listen to the party, man. I'm pretty, I'm trying to I'm trying to make that, man. Please, if you can. I'm, trying to I'm still that. trying to figure out dates. Everybody that hit up so far has extremely contradictory dates. So I'm trying to figure something out there. I was gonna ask you, um, how did you has your cause I don't do you do you care if I tell people you have a girlfriend? Yeah, I don't care. Does she listen to these albums and know like the origin of these albums and be like <laughs> If, if I broke up with you, would you would you write an album about me? So, <laughs> that was actually a very, uh, at the beginning of our talking and all of that, that was a very um, big topic. <laughs> let's let's say that. That was a very big topic. So in these our... bitches had you down bad like that, my nigga? So, she had always known that I made great music. Um, well, not always. I would say since last January. Um, she knew that I made good, no, the January before that, sorry. She knew that I made good music, but when we actually started to get together, she was like, yeah, I don't listen to your music. And I'm like, what the hell? Why? And she was saying how she doesn't like to hear basically like stuff about the other girls. Like, also oh, you, you was doing you, what you did with her, you did with me, you know what I'm saying? Or... <laughs> And I'm like, yo, I didn't even know you. <laughs> so, what, what? I'm sorry. Like, um, so I'm like, you really don't listen to my music? She was like, I do not listen to your music because it's like, I can't, you know, sit there and listen to you sing about how you feel about another girl. And I'm like, but it's crazy that she said that because we went up to Mayor's, uh, one of Mayor's parties in Philadelphia and we didn't even bring this up, but Mayor's dad, you know how like old heads, when they get drunk, especially the cute dogs, when they get drunk, they just start talking to you like forever. Uh, so he like pulls her, pulls me and her close. And he's like, I want you to know that Zay Blaze is a very talented young man. All right. And I don't want you to, to listen to his stuff and be like, oh, oh, it's, it's about a different girl. It's not about me. He was like, no. Just listen to the music and appreciate that it's good. Appreciate that you have a good man on your hip. And I was like, damn, that's crazy that you said that. Because we was just having this conversation. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, girls are goofy like that, where they'll like something and then they'll figure out it's about like something else. And, they'll and then they don't like it no more. Because they just get insanely jealous about nothing. And it's like, I'm not doing this with them now. Like, like I'm, I'm, singing, I'm singing about how this girl... Broke me in half and threw me off of yeah. fucking uh, the Empire State Building. I shattered all over the ground. I'm trying to get my guts like, 
I'm like, don't do this to me. She's like, I don't like the fact that I don't like the fact that you was singing about her. Matter of fact, I don't that like she... the fact you was with her. What the fuck? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. We... Now, if you was to say, if you was looking at one of her old boyfriends, it'd be like, damn, you was with that nigga. He was nice at the time. Goofy. <laughs> goofy. <laughs> Women are goofy. That's just how girls is. Yeah, women are goofy. And, and when and when you evolve to my level of not giving a fuck of how goofy they are, they say some dumb shit. You just go. Yeah, that's really how it was. Like when she was when she was like going on her whole. I was like, whatever, I don't care. Like, listen to. It would be nice if you supported and listened and gave me those streams, but you know, I don't care. I really yeah. don't care. You like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. And 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 it would be like I I wouldn't say nothing like that, but the chicks are like that. I remember I got um, I got a tattoo, right? Yeah. And it was just oh my god, I love this tattoo. Yada yada yada. What does it mean? It's like oh, it keeps like you know, so so and jealousy of like women away. I don't like this tattoo no more. But you you just said you loved it two minutes ago. Right. Stop being fucking goofy. I didn't say yeah. that back then. I should have. I just was like. Oh, you don't like that too? You don't like that too? <laughs> but now it would be like, stop being fucking goofy. Stop it. Yeah. But anyway, that's good, man. See, you precisely go from fifth grade, I want to be a singer because I suck at sports, to you now. You're not as sad boys as you used to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Because I don't like sad boy. You know that. I don't like sad boys, eh? And that's so crazy because everybody else. Like, you remember what K. Wells said when we was in Atlanta? Yeah. When uh, he was like, "Yeah, niggas don't want beef with Sad Zay." <laughs> nah, niggas don't want fuck with Sad Zay. And I'm just sitting at the bar like, <laughs> it's like, yo, man, your cousin make good music. He do, he do. In my mind, I'm like, this niggas just be happy, man. Smile, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> cups of the rose. Oh my god. You know what I mean? That's yeah. good though, man. Well, guys, hey. well, yeah. en- enough of Zay. Now it's on to the real banter and debauchery. And I got some Hotel Chronicles for y'all ass. Okay. So, on Friday when I go to work, um, I'm fucking shit up. I'm glad that didn't stop the stream because that was crazy. But uh, on Friday I go to work. I'm at the desk talking my nigga drains. This white guy comes in. Uh, platinum in the teeth, got his little Nike uh, nap, like little Nike man bag and all that shit, and like he's going in. I mean, he comes up. Hey man, I got a room, man. Yeah, you guys, know, you guys show me that he got platinum in his teeth. I got a room, man. Nice. And I go, what's up, man? So he's like, man, I got a room, man. I already paid for it, man. I don't like sad people, Perry Jelly. You're right. I got a room, man. I paid for it, man. I go, okay. Well, you know, you just need a car for incidentals. Motherfucker goes, puts a car fit, puts down the car for incidentals, doesn't go through, right? Nice. Don't start, Brett. So, motherfucking, um, nigga, put the car for incidentals, shit don't go through. I'm like, all right, man. But while I'm swiping the card, right, he makes a point to take out his wad of money. Okay. From his Nike knapsack, he go, like, flip through it and count it. I give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about your money, big dog. Like, I don't care, nigga. So I go, hey, man, your car didn't go through. What are you talking about, man? My car, what are you talking about? My car didn't go through. 
And I was like, um, Nate Carter, man, you got it got to be eighty dollars, man. I was like, oh, man, I got about, I got about goddamn six hundred on the card, man. I go, okay, shit not going through. I'm gonna tell you. He go, all right, man, I'm putting another put another five hundred on, man. I'll be back. So he come back. I'm talking to this nigga drains. About fifteen minutes, nigga come back, right? Nigga come back. He goes, um, hey man, I gotta try it again, man. And then he goes, hey man, y'all charge me, man. And he shows me the charge from the hotel. Uh, then I show him. I was like, I ain't, I ain't charge you, brother. I don't know what the fuck that is. He's obviously a scammer, by the way. I don't know. I ain't charge you, brother. What the fuck that is? He's like, oh, what the fuck, man? This is bullshit, man. I ain't never had this problem. Always, I ain't never had this problem before. I had a problem yeah. before, man. What the fuck you talking about, man? You gotta show me. You gotta show me his platinums. And he goes, he talks to me, and he talks to Drains. And he tells Drains, man, I got money, man. I ain't gotta worry about this shit. Drain said, shit ain't go through, shit ain't go through. He said, I'm sorry for you. Man, it's some bullshit, man. Now, you know, he going through the shit. Man. Then he goes, man, I got $30,000. I got $30,000. See this shit? See this shit? I don't need this shit. I don't need this shit. And I go like this. Your car didn't go through, man. And then I, I turned the screen and I swiped it. I said, declined. And I was like, so maybe you should take some of that 30 G's and uh, put some more in your car. Yeah. He was like, man, I don't need this shit, man. I was like, hey, man, you can always cancel your reservation, big dog. And he goes, um, he goes, nah, man, I'll be back. Motherfucker, leave. Come back 10 minutes. My bad, big dog. Um, the car was locked from all the purchases today. He's not talking like a, hey, man, the car was locked from all the purchases today, big dog. <laughs> that's that's my fault, man. That, that bones it. Yeah, that bones it. And I was like, yeah, okay. Now I looked at Drains, and Drains, Drains say what he always say. Drains looked at me and go, a dummy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he, they walked Yo. away. So he dropped the whole accent. Dropped the whole accent. <laughs> dropped the whole accent. Right. Didn't even Yo. show me his teeth no more. Hey, man, I'm sorry. Um, The car was locked from all the purchases I made today. I was like, oh, it's, it's whatever, man. I told you I wasn't scared. It's scamming. crazy, Chris. You talking about he flashing all that money and yelling out like, yeah, I got thirty thousand dollars. It's niggas like him that's the reason that why Linux be jumping off so bad the way it do. Cause niggas be flexing their money, talking about how much money they got, and you you don't even notice that you a walking talking come up. That nigga You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That motherfucker said he didn't say I have thirty thousand dollars. That nigga I said thirty thousand dollars. I got thirty thousand dollars. I got thirty thousand dollars. Nigga had it like this. <laughs> It was a knot. I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. Nigga had a knot on him. Nah, I mean, yeah. I got thirty dollars knot. I don't need this shit. Put in his little Nike knapsack. Okay, shit ain't go through. All right, so right. So Saturday comes, right? No, Sunday comes. So it's me and Drains. Uh, <laughs> I had to contact my bank and establishment. Uh, so Sunday comes. Me and Drains is there. And this this homeless dude comes in like this guy is super homeless smells like high hell, and then and then he had his boots his boots was fucked up the nigga was limping, and then he goes to the fucking um he goes to the uh, the snacks and shit he op I'm I'm watching this nigga in the mirror he opens the fucking drink thing sticks the drink thing in his pants and yeah. then like goes he's like I don't see nothing I want. And walks away. And I go, hey, player, you're not going to play for that drink you just grabbed? That nigga said, I grabbed the drink. I said, yeah. 
He grabbed a drink. And he went and he put it back. Good thing I don't drink anything out of there. Because I didn't see what he put back. I just know he put something back. I don't drink nothing that's in there. And that and that machine. But that man had that shit in his pants. So I just went and I just sprayed all the bottles with disinfectant. But the nigga's going to try to take this shit like, oh, man, I, I, I took something from there. Then goes back. Let me go see if I put it back. And I see him go like this. And go, nigga said. Now, if he would have just been like, can I have this? Yeah, no. I was just about to say that. I like, would have gave it to I, him. I ain't got it on me right now, but I'm really thirsty. Like, can I can I just have this? Even even if he had money, he homeless touched it. I don't want you putting nothing back that you had your hands on, my nigga. You probably <laughs> scratching inside your asshole <laughs> with mud butt. You know what I'm saying? Nigga inside his asshole with the middle finger going, ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying? And then the mud butt drying your finger and shit like that. You grabbing shit. Now I'm motherfucking getting cholera because of you. Fuck out of here, man. Oh my God, bro. So I was like, that the nigga, is not how the, homeless people work. If the nigga would have just been like, hey, big bro, man, I had this, man. Please, man, please. I need something. I would be like, all right, nigga, you had it, but don't come back. Nigga comes back on Monday, right? Nigga Uh-oh. comes back on Monday. And he comes in there, and I see he has money in his hand. I'm watching him, because you already tried to steal one time. So I see he has money in his hand, and I go, hey, yo, man. He's like, I want to buy this. I was like, nah, you can have that shit, but check this. Don't come back. Uh, Ever. Nice. All right, man. All right, I'm not going to come back no more. Motherfucker, an hour later, (laughs) I see this nigga walking up the stairs. I see this nigga walking up the stairs, and he goes and talks to this lady who's already been having problems. So, you know, everybody that's always having problems, the shit always happens to them. So she's having problems. And then fuck, he come up there, man, he has some money, man. He, he stinks. He stinks. Go fuck with anybody say. So I go out there, bruh. Did I tell your ass to come back? When I open the door, Nick said, I said, uh, didn't I tell your ass not to come back? He said, he said, man, what, you own a place or something? I said, something like it. Get the fuck out of <laughs> here, man. Said, something like it. I said, something like it. Beat it. Beat it. And nigga, nigga sat on the stairs and I was doing my work. He was sitting on the stairs. I was like, all right, man, when I'm done doing my work, I'm about to get this nigga the fuck out of here. So the kids start coming down. You know what I'm saying? And the kids are waiting for the bus and shit. So I was like, well, I'm not going to have this nigga buy these kids. I came up, hey, nigga, you got to go, man. You got to go. And yeah. he was like, man, shit, man. Limping about this motherfucker. So that was that nigga. Yes. Why was he limping? Uh, because his shoe was fucked up. He probably because he'd been walking funny on his shoe. It maybe he has the gout. I don't know. He's homeless, nigga. This shit happens. Man, niggas walking on gravel. Okay. So, nigga. Yesterday, I'm going to tell you, white people are fucking weird. I go to the bathroom because I had to take a shit bad. I go to the bathroom. I'm about to, I'm in the stall. You know, I'm about to do my thing and sit down. This white man comes in. You know what I mean? I sit down. He's taking a piss. Right? Yeah. I sit down, about to get to work. That motherfucker said, he said just like this. He said, mm, I hope it feels good coming out. I said, hey, yo, what? <laughs> what? What's he talking I said, to you? I said, I thought to myself, hey, yo, what? And I said, huh? He said, 
I hope it feels good coming out. It always feels good when I when I uh when it comes out of me. And then he gets done pissing, washes his hand and leaves. I said, "That's some." <laughs> I said, "Hey, yo, <laughs> bro, that sounds like some shit that would happen on Atlanta, like just some random ass." And he just walks out and leaves and never pop back up. Shit. Nigga said, "Nigga's taking a piss." I sit down. Now, I man, I get situated. I grab my phone. Right, that nigga just goes. I hope it feels good coming out. <laughs> no. No. I said, I said, what? He said, I hope it feels good coming out. It always feels good out of me. Gets done pissing. He says this why he's pissing, by the way. Gets done pissing, washes his hand, and leaves. <laughs> the toilet terrorist. I hope it feels good coming out. Hey, yo. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo. You, know, you fucked up my that, whole shit. Bro, that shit would have said, shroom. <laughs> nah, it, 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 was, it was no going back. Once I sat down, it was go time. I had to take a shit all day, nigga. I, mean, I had to take a shit all day, and I got technical difficulties at the house. You know, so I couldn't do it here. So I had to wait till I got to work. Oh God! That motherfucker said. That nigga said. I saw him when he came in. That motherfucker said to me. Sat down. I didn't didn't think nothing. I saw him. You know, I tower over the fucking stall. I tower over the shit. So I see him. He's like fucking. He's like five five. He goes to take a piss. You know, I sit down. Anything. I'm sitting down. Grab my phone. All right, man. Let's do this shit. We we ready, man. I had to wait extra because it was busy. I ain't, I ain't want nobody to come in. I won't be able to check them in and shit like that. Yeah. It goes. Yeah. It's like, it's pissing. Silence. I hope it feels good coming out. It was after he finished pissing when he said it? No, he was pissing while he he was while he said it, he was pissing. I, okay. it would It's still weird, but it would have been weirder if he, like, finished. Like, you hear the... Like, the, this is the sound of the piss. If it went... And it's just silence, like he's done. And then he goes... I hope it feels good coming out. That would have been weirder. It was already a weird situation, but it, it would have been weirder if he had waited until you finished being. Nigga, I swear to you, I was like, yo, niggas is weird. I didn't even tell Drains about it. I just fucking went back to the desk and kept watching uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. I didn't even tell Drains about it. Nigga said, I walked out the bathroom. I looked around. <laughs> so, What? Yeah, I said, I said, what? <laughs> you don't. I don't want you hoping anything about my butthole, that sir. Said, I hope it feels good coming out. It feels good when it comes out of me. I, nigga, while I was on the stole, I was typing that into my notes. We're not letting you get away with this, sir. <laughs> nope, not today, nigga. Hey, yo. The toilet terrorist has struck again. I hope it feels good coming out. That's just gonna haunt me forever. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. One day when my girl is 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 pooping, I'm gonna just uh walk up to the bathroom door. She was like, I I hope it feels good coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Just to see what the fuck she says. If if he if he slowly ran his hand down, I wouldn't know because I'm I'm in the stall. Like the stall was like. 
But that's what I imagine, Brad. Like, I imagine, like, he's up to the shit and he's just going. <laughs> like, it's a window in a yeah. music video. He's like, hmm. <laughs> I hope it feels good coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He said, what's your next move? And he said, but if that, if that nigga would have tried to, like, get in the stall, I'd beat the shit out of that man. I ain't beat the shit out of somebody in a while. I'd have beat the shit out of that man and left him laying in the bathroom. Yeah. Nigga would be like, yo, what happened in the bathroom? Like, oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> what happened in there? I, I don't know. It, it beats me. I, yeah, I wasn't think, in there. It wasn't me. I don't know. Hey, B, man, let me see them shoes that you be wearing to work. Uh, no, nah, man, I got rid of them, man. I, I tore them. <laughs> they, got, they got torn. Mm, I, I could have swear I saw you go in there like 20 minutes ago. No, no, nah. No. It wasn't me. What the fuck you talking about? That's that shit. Mm. <laughs> I hope it feels good coming out. Mm. I hope it feels good coming out. It feels good coming out of closer, me. Closer, closer. <laughs> I just like that. The weirdest shit, nigga. The weird shit always happens to me, man. Like, why? Why are you taking it? Why are you going to the bathroom on the second floor at motherfucking at three in the morning, nigga? The fuck? You right, that's the that's the common area. That nigga look like a regular ass nigga, like a construction dude. Mm. Oh God, he's doing it again. Well, yeah, man. That's that's for Hotel Chronicles. Every time there's not a Hotel Chronicles for a week, the next week always fucking makes up for it. I hope it feels good coming out. I got ten thousand dollars. I got ten thousand dollars. I got ten thousand dollars. It seems as though I had to contact my banking specialist. I apologize for any inconvenience. It seems that my my card was locked for all the purchases that I made um today on on this day uh Friday um the um. What was it the, the the 19th of uh February? Um I apologize again for um inconveniencing you. Um I will never do it again, sir. Bones it. See, my thing is what is the point of cause he's not the only person that does it. Every time like motherfuckers get ratchet about big card declining, they always say, Oh, I have such and such amount of money. And you know, sometimes they will go to pull it out and show you, like, hey, yeah, I have money. Uh, it can't be that my car declined because I have the money. Well, it's like, how does that help this situation right now? Yeah. Like, are you going to give me some of that money? Because if not, then we're still back at square one. Yo, it's because they're scam. That's what scammers do. Like, that's what scammers do. Like, they fucking, they'll, they'll, they'll put on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga, bread is stupid. Uh, they'll put on the, the whole dog and pony show. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, this is a bullshit. Look at my bank account. Look at my bank account. You know what I'm saying? And they'll yeah. be like, um, like, nigga, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Y- your card's not going through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, that doesn't help us in this situation. I'm a seasoned vet in this game, nigga. Maybe if you would have caught me at the beginning when I was, oh, no, let's see what, how I can help. Nigga, I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. Your shit not going through. Like, you trying to intimidate me because you got $39? Nigga, you are, you are tiny. You are tiny. I will stomp you into the ground, man. But the tiny niggas be the ones that always want to put on the whole regalia and shit. Like, I had a nigga at my job. Uh, what happened? So his card... Wow. 
Maybe it's the same nigga. His car declined <laughs> uh, at the movie theater. For one, how the fuck your car declined at a movie theater and you supposedly got money? The fucking $12. Um, his car declined at the movie theater. And um, no, that's not what it was. That was a different nigga. What happened here is the nigga lost his wallet. And us as busters, we always, um, well, I wasn't a buster at the time, but the busters always take what they find and like, hey, yo, this was in this theater, this was in, in this theater, and put it like in the lost found. Um, but he had lost his wallet after paying. Yeah, that's what happened. So he paid for his food, and he was like, yo, you never gave me back my card. You never gave me back my such and such. And the server, her name was, uh, uh, let's call her Muda. Uh, that was her nickname. Um, was she great? Yeah. It's a wrestling reference. Never, never mind. Okay. Uh, so Muda was like, yo, I don't know what you're talking about. I gave you your card. Because he was like, yeah, I gave you my card. You swiped it. And you ain't, you ain't never come back with it. But that's not even how our system works. Like, we literally, right in front of you, take your card, swipe it in the thing, and hand it right back to you. So the movie's over. He's leaving. He's pressing her out about this card. And she's like, yo, I remember you. I actually gave that card back to you. And he's doing this whole thing. Man, I got such such amount of money, man. Da -da 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 -da, yada, yada, yada. Then he threatens to shoot up the uh, the movie theater. He threatens to come back. I'm about to come back to shoot this bitch up. Yada, yada, yada. Da -da. And they're like, they're like, yo, did you check your pockets? He's like, no, fuck you. Da -da 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 -da. And then uh, he comes back. He's like, uh, I apologize. The card was actually in my pocket. And everybody's like, this nigga. What? So, yeah, it, it's always them that always want to, they don't ever want to check themselves. They always want to bring it out on you. And it's always small niggas. It's always the small niggas because they got something to prove. And you know what I'm talking about. They feel like everybody going to try them because they're small. But make it to a low ass way for me, nigga, if I kick you through a field goal. Bro, I had gotten like, I almost got into like so many fights in my job because of niggas like that. And it's most like the short niggas, like, bro, I will push your ass down these stairs. And and it's like that because also they be with their bitch and they got to show like, hey, I may be short, yeah, they but I'm a tough up. guy. That they got to show up. See, I I told I told my girl at the beginning like, I ain't gonna be doing all that unless somebody actually comes for you. If somebody actually like disrespects you, then yeah, I might get a little root, rooting and tooting. You know what I'm saying, but like, don't don't shit ever call for that, bro. No. Like y'all, you up here acting like you all this all that rah rah shit just to turn around and look fucking stupid, just because you got a flex in front of your bitch. Exactly. Fuck out of here, bitch ass nigga. Yeah. But speaking about flexing for they bitch, uh, let's go in the news. I don't know if uh, people have heard about this, but um. Uh, this is going to make some people mad. Well, the parents, the people that have kids. Louisiana teacher admits giving kids cupcakes laced with husband's sperm. A sick... A sick Louisiana teacher has pled guilty, has pleaded guilty to giving her students cupcakes laced with her husband's sperm. Cynthia Perkins admitted to a slew of disturbing sex crimes, including child pornography, second-degree rape, and mingling, ming, mingling, mingling of harm, harmful substances. Mingling? 
Mingling? I feel like I'm being racist saying that word. When she took a plea deal in Livingston on Monday. The teacher and her now ex-husband, Dennis Perkins, were arrested in 2019 on more than 150 sex-related crimes. Let's get you up out of here. My thing is, how is that a segue to this conversation from the last? Because speaking of flexing in front of your bitch, and then immediately went to put sperm in kids' food. This bitch asked him to do something, and he did it. Uh, we're arrested, uh, including sexually abusing a child together. That's fucking terrible. Cynthia was also hit with a harmful substance charge after she put Dennis's sperm in the cupcakes she gave to students at Livingston Westside Junior High School, authorities said. There she is right here. That's her. That's where, the, that's where the cum came from. That's where the cum came from. Right there. That guy. She made the cupcakes. Um, oh, do you think that anybody, like any one of those kids that, are, let's say, like sexually active, tastes cupcake? Like, that shit's familiar. <laughs> well, it depends on how old the kids are. Yeah. Um, but I, I would, for their sake, I would hope not. Look at this shit. This is how, this is how people always get off. Under the plea deal, Cynthia has 68 other charges against her dismissed and will have to testify against Dennis at the upcoming trial. They, they take the nigga in. And they railroad him, but they give the bitch fucking this shit. She has not only waived any right to appeal, attempt to, she has not only waived any right to appeal and attempted to avoid conviction, but she also spared the victims from living their uh, horrific crimes during this particular trial. So she's not, I guess she's not going to say that trials. Oh God, never mind. She had 41 years. Get fucking mixed. That's what you get, bitch. Oh, let's go. Yeah. yeah, we love putting uh sexual sexual uh, uh sex offenders behind bars. Fuck less than fucking drug people. Bro, you putting sperm in kids cupcakes. Yeah, but like what how do you even think of that? Like of all my years of living, I would have never even even thought sperm cupcakes kids in the same sentence. Like I'm gonna never, be real with you. Never What would you do if you found this shit out? Cause About my kids or I was one of the kids? Well, let's say you were one of the kids first. What can I do now? I ate the cupcakes. Death is what you could do. Niggas are going to die. <laughs> Niggas are dying, man. Niggas is dying, man. Fuck you talking about. Like, if, if I found out they put the sperm in the cupcakes, I'm sitting in class. Did you hear what Miss Perkins did? What she do? She put her husband's sperm in the cupcakes. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, flashback, like, damn, this person is trying to cupcake good as fuck. And in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, y'all? God damn, God. What you got? Damn. Hey, what the fuck? Shit. What the fuck is this shit? I'm tearing shit up. I'm getting sent home that day. I'm tearing shit up, nigga. I'm tearing shit up. Bruh, I'm tearing shit up, I man. Just imagine, just you're one of those kids, and you're like, "Damn, you really put your foot in this, Miss Watkins." <laughs> oh, I put something in it. Oh, I put something in it. <laughs> like, who helped you make this? Oh, yeah, not my foot. My my, <laughs> my husband, Mister Perkins, helped me make this. Oh, this shit. Oh, this shit is good. This shit is good. Then you find out she put cum in the shit. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, she's like, "Yo, what's the ingredients?" 
I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Hey, you just look. Uh, 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 uh. Like, yeah, I put, I put like, like um, the nigga that's taking it down. I was like, okay, so what did you put in there? So what did you put in the uh the cupcakes? I put coming them. Nigga, look up and said, tell me, he didn't just say that. You know what I mean, <laughs> I had it's to- that episode of South Park. That's all it is. Oh, when hey. he put the fucking oh god, oh god, my ass. <laughs> The horseradish. The fucking no, not that no, one, no. not that one. Whoa, whoa, the one, one butters. Butters when he was putting when he uh, cause somebody was like, oh yeah, the the stuff that comes out of you is like um, you know, compassion because he's a good kid. You know, yeah. you you exude all these good things, but he's thinking they're talking about like the stuff that comes out of him when he's asleep. Yeah, like nocturnal emissions. So he's putting he's bottling that up and putting it in a drink and. Oh, I, I've been, you know, try this, you know, and everybody is drinking butters is cum for the whole episode, and they're like playing with the word, though. like this drink is full of camaraderie, compassion, <laughs> commandership, and at the at the end of the episode, butters that is like, this is cum, <laughs> you know, and you know, butters dad would fucking know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, know butters fucking yeah. dad would know. He he is the one person that would know. This is this is cum actually. This is cum. Well, that and all the chicks. But yeah, she did that shit, man. That shit is that shit is wild, man. I, if I had a cat, I'd have to. I got to kill this bitch. She got to die, Zay. Yeah, Zay. She got to die. Her and him. I'm getting somebody to stab him in the neck in a fucking uh, in a penitentiary. That makes me wonder how old the kids were though. Junior high school. So middle school. Yeah, they know. Probably not all of them, but at least that's probably generation. how they found out what cum was. Yeah, this generation definitely. Like, I feel like if I was such and such, and like my mom had found that out, my mom wouldn't. She would tell me like, "Oh yeah, you know, she put something in the cupcakes," but she wouldn't tell me like exactly what it was. If other people's parents were like that, then yeah, nigga, but, your your mom, your mom, her baby, scorched earth, scorched earth. Oh, of course, but she wouldn't have told me. She wouldn't have said, oh, yeah, this is what was in. She would have like, oh, yeah, she did something messed up, but not not been very specific. Like like when I, uh, like, I probably would have had to find out later in life through context clues. Like or when the I was, fucking article that just came out, nigga. Or that. I mean, but I'm in middle school. I don't read the fucking news. What am I going to do? Niggas, niggas are going to come tell you, be like, yo, you shit was in the fucking news? What? Miss Perkin put cum in the goddamn cupcakes. What? That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But if my mom was telling me she would she would definitely use it use euphemisms. Like when I uh I fell uh when I was a kid playing with a wagon and there was a big old tire mark down the, down my back and my mom didn't have any uh any band-aids to cover it to cover the blood. So guess what she put on my back? Oh no. Put maxi pads on your back, nigga? And sent me right back outside to keep playing with the rest of the kids. Let me ask you a question, nigga. What the fuck? How did you let a wagon run you over? The, the, I was fuck pulling is, it. What the fuck is this? The old I'm... west, nigga? You trying to go to California? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what was happening. I was pulling it. It was my two friends in the wagon. I was pulling it. I was running as fast as I could. And it clipped the back of my shoe and I tripped. 
and then it ran over me with the two kids in it. Fun times. Honestly, looking back on that day, it was I did have fun. That was fun as hell. But I didn't know what my mom was putting on my back. All, all I remember is her being on the phone later that day, and she was like, girl, I ain't had no Band-Aids big enough to put on it, so guess what I put on it? And then all I heard was my mom go, yep, <laughs> child, I sent her right back going out there to go play with his friend. And I, I, in my head, I'm like, uh, what, a bigger Band-Aid? Like, what could... But as I got older, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Cool. Yo, remember that time, um, real quick, before I go into this next thing, remember that time when we were having that water fight at your house? And then we fucking soaked the fuck out of Raymond in his phone? Like he walked outside. Yes, (laughs) Yes. as soon as he walked outside. (laughs) Why do you have your phone with you? I remember somebody being like, don't you bring that phone outside. Like, what did he do? He walks outside with the phone on his phone, not paying attention to all the kids throwing water bottles. He's standing on the porch. As soon as he walks out, somebody goes, Pfft. he's like, oh my, oh, my phone. And I think he dropped it too. And then I sprayed him with the hose. <laughs> he was so mad. That was Bria's like, birthday, don't right? Bring the phone outside, bro. Just leave it. I think that was Sabrina's birthday. That was Sabrina's birthday, yeah. Fun times. Fuck with your family members. All right, next. Let's see. Uh, See what we got next. All right, look, I want to talk about something. Um, I got a couple things I want to talk about, but I want to talk about this first. All right, I saw this on Reddit and I said I have to talk about this. All right, caught my husband caught my husband watching extreme pornography. Is this a deal breaker? Oh, I'm gonna be this up in the chat. I went to bed early Friday night because I felt sick, and husband. Oh my God, ESL. I went to bed Friday night because I felt sick and husband stayed up to play games on his computer. At some point late in the night, I woke up and he wasn't in bed. So I walked back to his game room and instantly heard pornography playing. When I walked into the room, he jumped up startled, but but was obviously masturbating. Now, I'm not approved by any means. When somebody says that, they are. Uh, yeah, but when I looked they, on they, the screen yeah. and processed what I was hearing, it was shocking. The video was extremely graphic. The actress... And the video was very young, not illegal young, but uh, but in a way that's younger than us, meaning she's an old bitch. Um, and she was basically yeah. being physically and physically abused on camera. These men were scream were screaming extremely graphic things at her, physically smacking her and forcing her to vomit by oral sex. I'm in utter and complete shock. I couldn't process it. I called him a disgusting pig. Locked myself in the bedroom. <laughs> When I woke up this morning, he was apologizing profusely, claiming a porn addiction. Nigga, you don't... Whatever. He folded. He folded like a He folded hard. Uh, But it's not (laughs) that he was watching porn. He was watching complete smut. It's apparently called facial abuse porn. He doesn't know why he watches it. I know why he watches it. But it's so bad that I don't understand how it's legal. It is. I checked. You bet you was going to snitch. It's just... I don't know if I can ever look (laughs) at him the same. Let alone ever let him touch me again. I'm just completely lost. Is there any is there any reason or way to get over this? Now, when I was watching this shit, not watching, when I was reading this shit, it was a whole bunch of comments. Talk about girl, that messed up, blah, blah, blah. Now, if anybody who doesn't know, context clues, this nigga was watching Ghetto Gaggers. Off rip. He was watching Ghetto Gaggers. If anyone has seen Ghetto Gaggers before, oh boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
I remember what it's, it's, but uh, but women like this. This nigga is watching his porn. It may be fucked up kind of porn, but as long as nobody yeah. like as long as it's not no fucking um, what's that shit you when they when they kill a snuff film? Yeah. Who gives a shit, bitch? What do you think? Yeah. All right. Here are my thoughts. <clears throat> I love how you said that they got to be old because I definitely believe that. You know how old motherfuckers, their version of like the kinkiest sex is literally missionary, but with eye contact. Yeah. Like that's like, oh, oh we're so wild and adventurous because he looked at me for four seconds while he mounted me when, you know, that shit don't cut it today. That shit did not cut it today. And clearly, she is giving him the type of sex that makes him want to explore what other... T- and he's not even cheating on No. Just but you making him want to... Explore Facebook. Exactly. You making him want to explore... Because what she said is actually kind of fucking normal porn. Like, today. Like, back then, like... I mean, you know, aside, normal aside from the... I mean, it's, it's normal. It's, a, it's in a category. There's a bunch of categories, but... You're making yeah. a bitch throw up and then clean it up. It's, that is pretty normal today. It's not the most normal thing. It's still kind of far left, but the way she's explaining it is not that fucked up. Because I've, I've unintentionally seen that. Like, just scrolling down the timeline. You know, she's trying to deep throw it. She can't take it on. It's, oh, oh, oh. Yep. Like, if, it, it happened. It's 2022, people. We fucking girls' yeah. faces out here. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. they love it. We're not doing it yeah. like and against their will. She's they're, they're, really uh, the type of person that doesn't let. Well, I'm not going because I'm not the type the, uh, the type of dude that be trying to fuck people's faces because I'm considerate and nice as fuck. I'm but not. you okay? But you know, there are a lot of women out here that like that, and if your man wants that, and he he's not going to subject that to you, what's wrong with him watching a video of that? Like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. That's kind of hot. Like, I'll be looking at, uh, you know, regular, I'll watch fucking titty, titty connoisseur. You know, if my girl, if my girl walked in on me and she sees just the largest titties on earth just bouncing off, <laughs> bouncing around on my phone screen, you know, I, I can see why that would make her feel a certain type of way. Because she does not have the largest titties on earth. So, oh, is the... Is this what you want? Oh, you're so fucked up. You're so, you know what I'm saying? It's it's the same thing. You not giving your man that. So, what's wrong with him looking at it? You gotta do. At some point, women gotta stop being insecure when niggas be looking at shit because you can look at a nigga online if you a chick. This nigga's jacked to the gills, two percent of yeah. body fat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you could you could be looking at it, you go, mm. and we don't say shit about that. We don't say nothing, bro. And we it, don't say nothing. And if you be yeah, like, you be like, oh, so, oh, so you like niggas that are diesel like that? Oh, what you insecure? Insecure ass nigga, huh? But if you fucking walk in, like, damn, this bitch got some. Get you a chick. If you looking at your phone and you see some shit, that she'll go, oh, let me see. Not, oh, so that's what you like? That what you like? Yeah. Because, but but they be inside their own minds, man. Women need to grow. Like that bitch need to grow. Like she so, needs. I don't, I don't know how old she is. Probably like eighty. But she needs to grow the fuck up. And she, she probably <laughs> gives the worst fucking blowjobs. This nigga probably sit there like, if she sucks his dick at all. Because I know somebody that's yeah. married and doesn't get his dick sucked. 
Like, it's a lot of people in that age group, like 50 and up, that don't give oral sex at all because that's what's that's what was normal to them. And yeah. it was like when they find out that we be doing it, it's like, <gasps> what? How could you? Not my daughter, not my son. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get you a chick where you can like. And now for the for some of the women out here listening, this is gonna sound a little graphic, but let's be honest, you've probably been there. So enough. But let's get you a chick that you can shove your dick down the throat and pull it out. She goes, ah, spits on that shit. Like, yeah, I like that nasty shit. You know what I'm saying? I like that nasty shit. Yeah, give me some of that shit. <laughs> He's having a bad devil's kind of, Ah, I don't got no arms. I'm TDK from Suicide Squad. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, that's what, what you like. Fuck, motherfucking chicks are nasty. Nowadays, yeah. look, you may not like your feet, but there's chicks yeah, out there that wrong. love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Love looking at that yeah. shit. They, we like looking at ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody sends me ass on Instagram every single fucking day. I don't complain. You know what I'm saying? I don't complain. It'd be good ass. But somebody sends me ass every day. Every day, I can fucking bet. If I go to sleep and wake up, I got two or three, not you, two or three notifications from this person that from Instagram that got a fucking ass. You know what I mean? And I go like this. I'll either be like, like I'll do the emoji where it's good ass and it's a zombie going like this. Or ah. be like, it'll be like badass. Like, it's like, it'll be like badass. I'll be like, yo, shit was trash, nigga. But I can guarantee from this person, I'm going to see ass. I don't complain. I could be with my bitch she can see that, um, she can she see, says, hey, how do you know? <laughs> she can see what I'm looking at and not go, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? But some bitches will look at that shit and go, wait, what are you looking at that for? She got a fat fucking ass, nigga. That's why. Yeah. That's literally what it is. And it's not like, uh, oh, I don't, I remember like my girlfriend, like, like five fucking years ago. I remember anybody that knows me. Anybody that's ever shook hands with me knows that I'm a titty guy, right? Anybody that knows me, you can look at me up and down and say, oh, you, sir, love you a good titty. That runs the and yes, I do. And I'll say I know my way around a good titty. So I remember, you know, on Twitter, somebody put up a poll where it was like, oh, y'all like titties more or y'all like ass more? And I said, titties. Bro, later that night, my girlfriend is going crazy on me talking about oh you why are you telling this timeline why are you telling twitter that you hate my titties and i'm like what because she has small titties she she had more she had more of a past than she had a future and i don't mind that you know what i'm saying i don't care if you bad you it's so many girls in my in my life that have had my current girlfriend small titties big ass like so many people, and I don't care. As long as you find, you find. I don't give. You don't have to. But she's yelling at me, talking about, "Oh, you since you like titties so much, why don't you go get some?" And da, 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 da. I'm like, "Yo, yo, you know what it was when you signed up, baby doll." That's when they try to honey dick you. That's when. That's when women like women are actors sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Not sometimes, all the time. But some of them are good actors, and some of them are bad actors. 
They'll they'll act like they like this shit, or they'll be with it until fucking they they got you locked down, and then they they have a problem with everything you fucking do. You playing video games yep. all the time, you know what I mean? When you before when they when you courting them, I guess they're sitting next to you while you playing video games. Are you doing good? Oh my god, that's great! And then when fucking yep. when, when they get you and your boyfriend and girlfriend, why are you playing video games all the time? Can't do nothing else with your goddamn life. Yep, you can't that's hit the Omarion out the door. You know what I'm saying? That's like uh, I always think a forty year old version when this shit comes up. You know that's you. Of course, you've seen that movie. You know the scene when she where made him sell all his fucking toys. She broke, and it's like when y'all were you know courting each other. That wasn't a fucking problem, but you come over his house and y'all are actually together, and you see all the he he told you this was his his hobby. He told you this was his pastime. That's like I get married and my wife. As soon as we get married, she starts talking about oh you got to sell these comic books. These are child. Or, or that's like you getting married and she goes, you can't talk about, you can't sing about women no more. Excuse yeah. me, bitch. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> but it's like sometimes women go in and they see things that when they fuck with you, they'll ignore it in the beginning. But in their mindset, yeah. I'm going to change that shit. I'm going to get that yeah. nigga to change that shit. And then you fuck out of here on this side. But back to this prude ass bitch. She don't even say... Is this the type of shit you like? And he's a bitch, number one, because he felt, like you said, he folded immediately. I got a porn yeah. addiction. I got a porn addiction. Nigga, everybody look at fucking, if you if you everybody on Twitter, you're going to see some fucking, I don't give a fuck yeah. what kind of your timeline. Somebody going to retweet some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to go, oh, yeah. what the fuck? Unless you're following certain pages, then you're just going to see it to see it. But fucking, um, <laughs> but yeah, like, if this new day and age shit is everywhere. The motherfucker, he shouldn't have folded. He'd be like, hey, man, this is shit I like. She get on Facebook. I, I think that shit is sexy. Get on Facebook. That's kind of cool. And you know I why? I wouldn't do that to you. He probably is like, I love you. Shit, That's kind of cool. Let me do it to you, and I ain't gotta watch the shit. That's what I would yeah. do. But like, but he probably likes watching women get dominated because he's not dominant in his relationship. Exactly. I was about to say that. She probably beat this nigga down to the point where he's not fucking. He's submissive. Yeah, he's just like, all right, all right, man. What you want me to do? You want me to take this shit out? Yeah, take this shit out, motherfucker. What you stupid? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, all right, all right. You know what I mean? And he fucking be like, man, I wish, I wish I could be this guy fucking this girl's face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, and she had to throw in there because she's probably insecure too. Well, I know she's insecure, but she had to throw in there. The girl was young, not illegal yeah. young. But it was young. And for you to be Then such why a, the fuck does it matter if it wasn't elite? Like, when you said young at first, I was like, whoa. Yeah. 12? I'm, but I'm then not, you said I'm not, not illegal. Like, it was like, no. No, 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 no. Then why the fuck does that matter? Because that's like, uh, I saw this whole thread on Twitter, like, like two months ago, where it was like, and it's like, in a way, I kind of get the, 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 the girl's side, but ultimately not. So it was, uh, it was this one girl talking about how like oh yeah my boyfriend got me pregnant and ever since we had the baby uh he watches porn of the women who had the body that i used to have and every girl in the third was like oh girl shit i thought that was just me I, i'm going through the same and it's like i get it but it's like you're late in that clearly he liked the body that you had and i'm not yeah. saying oh you need to go get in the gym and go fix that up because you had a baby you know what i'm saying your body gonna snatch back if it's gonna snatch back yeah but clearly he liked your body but now you are insecure being that you don't have that body anymore but it's not like he's out here fucking everybody else that had your body he just you know he probably just reliving the glory days whatever yeah. Shit, if 
if I uh, if I walked in on my girl watching porn, the, the me if say I get like gain two hundred pounds in the next year, if I watch if I walk in on her watching a video of a nigga that has my body right now, I'd be like, damn, I let myself go. <laughs> I got to get in the gym. God damn, this is the bullshit. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, it'll make me a little bit insecure. Like, damn, that, that used to be my body. But in the back of my mind, well, at least I know you actually fuck with me for me. Because yeah. that, that's my body. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. You can't do that with chicks, man. They they like, they tell you you got to treat them like fucking, um, like, uh, what's some things? China. Like, you got to treat them like fine China. And oh, I'll, yeah. throw, I'll throw that shit against the wall. I don't know. Nah, you you got to be tough. I mean, because I'm tough. Some yeah. shit like, you know what I mean? But you she, gotta have tough skin, bro. Yeah. But like, she's like, like she's like, it's not illegal. I looked it up. Like, what the fuck are you talking Look, about? You looked like you was about to snitch on your husband yeah. and tell, tell the police on him. Oh, he's watching porn and oh, oh my feelings just so hurt. I can't, oh. I can't look at him the same because I was fucking, I mean, I was, uh, I caught him beating his dick to some bitch getting her face fucked. Instead of just being like, it could be easy. Like, so do you, so do you like, um, so do you like, do you want to, do you want to fuck faces? I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, but, Instead of being so fucking offended by it, open up a fucking dialogue about it. Yeah. Like, okay, is this what you like? All right. So let's see. Like, I'm not very comfortable with that, but let's see where we can meet up at. Cause she probably been giving him the same boring ass vanilla dry ass sex for the past thirty years. If she's been giving him probably, or it's sex, I need to spice this up somehow. So he's watching porn on his t- on his on his free time. You need to you need to sit there and be like, all right, cool. What can I? I even had that same ass talk. Uh, look, what I got to do? Am I good? Am I? I'm straight. Cool. Let me know if you ever want to switch it up. Uh, you got to have that talk because. That shows maturity. You gotta you be, sitting there being fucking immature ain't gonna help. You gotta be open to try new things, man. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. all it is. You see you see a husband like uh fucking watching that shit, you should be like, Well maybe maybe what 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 am I doing? Because that's what a nigga would say. What, yeah. what, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Like, all right. That's the shit you like, or we can do that. As long as it's not pegging, that. we good. Right, exactly. Yeah. They do that shit all the time. Like so many times you'll stay away from my ass. It's- it's even a trope in in movies where it's like the guy will walk in on a girl watching something or she's like fantasizing about something it's, that doesn't really align with what the guy does. And immediately, the first thing he always says is, okay, well, wh- what do you, what should I try? What should I do? But it's the other way around. And it's, oh, I can't look at you the same way because, oh, she's so young, but not young enough to be creepy, but she's so young. Her body's all nice. Yeah, because bitches, uh, it's, they'll be like this. I, I, you're supposed to only look at me like that. Like, for you to be exactly. with somebody and never to be that as, like, you could be with somebody attracted to another person and not fuck them. Like, like, damn, that bitch, you know what I'm saying? I seen this bitch. Yeah, that's, I seen this that's bitch unreal. I said, God damn, that bitch, that shit or that shit. Well, you see bitches all the time. Well, it's like, fuck, like. Yeah, nothing? you got, that shit is unreal. Talking about, oh, oh, you're only supposed to have eyes for me, like. I'm only with you, but you're not the only attractive person in the you, world. It's, it's impossible for me to only have eyes for you when there's so many people in the world. I'm not going to do you dirty, but like, uh, look, yeah. look around. Niggas yeah. is everywhere. Like, you can't tell me if a bitch walk in, 
with a fat ass and big titties that you're not going to look too. Like, damn. Right. I'll exactly. Lose my, I'll lose my whole train of thought. Man, we're supposed to be getting spaghetti on. <laughs> Shit, ass on that bitch. Shit, ass on that bitch. Damn, you think that was you BBL? See that her ass came in two whole minutes after her, after she walked through the door. Yeah, goddamn. Well, like what I be telling drains, goose caboose. That bitches be having goose cabooses, man. <laughs> out here with the fattest of asses, especially now that everybody got BBLs and shit. Yeah, I gotta I gotta ask Jelly to be like like yo, is this they, they ass real or not? Oh, that's a BBL. Not her ass is real. Oh, them titties is real. Them titties is fake. Okay. It's a motorboat, them shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's on that uh, woman. Um, let's see what her username is. Uh, Darcy blows. Obviously, you don't because you ain't sucking dick. Nice. But uh, um, what you need to do is you need to, uh, you know, fuck your husband better and and let him let him fuck your face. Let yeah. him call you. Let him call you nasty names, and then you won't have this problem. All right, let's go into something else. I know we're we, we reaching the, the what's called it mark, so. What mark? Like, was, is this this uh, podcast is running a little long in the tooth. Okay. And I know you got things to do, so. All right. Um, I saw the cigarette ad. Nice. <laughs> now I saw that I'm like that's the good old days of ads you know what I'm saying yeah I remember that you remember the smoking ad where the bitch had this shit in her throat yeah all that shit made me not want to smoke if I would have saw that if I would have saw this shit I would have laughed at that ad by the way like you know fucking this is crazy but yeah. That shit scarred me when I was a kid. But that lady with the shit in her throat? Yeah. Fuck. That shit's scary as hell. Yeah, I mean, bitches, you, and some people get that shit in the throat and they just take the fucking cigarette and go. Yep. Yep. They did that shit on family guy. My throat's already gone, so I ain't got nothing to worry about. Are they smoking or are they gay? That ad is hilarious, bruh. That that is a good way to to not to get kids to not smoke though. The like, early, the early two thousands ads with the niggas hair frosted. Yeah. Yo, you got an album dropping this Friday? No, no. I have a song video dropping, dropping Friday. Friday. Jesus Christ! Why you ain't say nothing about it? I put it on Instagram, so I think I did. Right. We were talking. Right. All, you was talking all this time. Uh, new music dropping. You may tell the, the people one time that you had a song dropping. I said dropping? it once. I said it once. I said I got a song dropping Friday. Because you asked, is Bliss going to be on the album? I was like, yeah. And the song that I'm dropping Friday is I didn't hear that album. part. I didn't hear that part. That's my bad. Uh, maybe if you listen. Um, yeah. I got a video dropping. What's it called? Coding. Is it coding like, um, like doctor's coding when somebody dies? That's exactly what it is. Wow. That That is exactly what it is. That, that's not be, me being sarcastic either. 
I mean, I have a friend that's a doctor. Only, you know what I mean? So I know what the, the doctor terms are. So when you said, when you say coding, I'm like, oh, that's when somebody dies. Yeah, or is dying. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. They coded! Yeah. Room 32, room 32B! Yeah. Miss Jessie's standing there like that. <laughs> <laughs> Get the paddles! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it means. Uh, a lot of people that have asked me so far didn't guess that. So it's good that you... It's because they're fucking idiots, and I'm not. You know why I'm not an idiot, folks? And why I was able to know that? Alpha... Alpha brain from on it. It helps with memory and focus. And I remember from when my friend telling me that coding means somebody's dying because he's a doctor. Why? Because of alpha brain. Yeah, daily yeah. cognitive support. Yeah. On it. There you go. Yeah. Good job. No. Right, give this hair a round of applause. Good job that you didn't say my real name like 17 times, but whatever. We all give a round of applause to Zay. You know what I'm saying? For being on the podcast today, he saved my ass because my other guests had technical difficulties and they couldn't make it on. But you can... Oh, I'm somebody that's pushing this podcast to the next level. That's what I am. But anyway, but... um, I can't find a clapping emoji. Fuck it. I'll be the one clapping with her. I need to put that on here. Clapping emojis right there. What the fuck are you talking about? Clap. No. It's literally um semicolon clapping hands underscore clapping hand semicolon clapping underscore hands semicolon. I gotta do typing. I ain't typing shit. It's like it's like where you just did with the handshake. Where the handshake at? Where the fuck is the handshake at? It's by the praying hands. So the praying hands. Yeah, it's right there. It's it's on that row, right next to the fist. Fist. I that is one hundred percent. I got this. That's your mom just did it. Yeah, cause she's on the phone. Well, I'm on I'm on YouTube too, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? It's, it's not online. No, I'm you. no. The go. You're right there. Now go two over one, two, and right next to the hands that are out like this, like saying football. Oh, it's, it's a clapping hands. <laughs> clap hands. Clap hands. Yo, <laughs> fu- funny thing about clapping hands and me saying that from Waterboy. Slap hands. We was talking about the water. <laughs> we was talking about the water and somebody said this water is terrible and I looked at them I said you drinking the raw water <laughs> <laughs> you drinking the raw water and we just we just sat there and laughed for two minutes shout you the water the raw man that, that movie doesn't get its just due but anyway this folks does. everybody loves that movie they don't well anyway folks we had Zay Blaze on here he talked about his progression of his career and the way he's going to the next heights, because the only way you could go is up, man. Only way you can go is up. Um, had you on the podcast. Uh, next week is going to be uh, a later podcast, maybe around six o'clock. Gonna have um, Tom from Grand Street. That's when Grand Street's supposed to rock, though. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, well, this banter debauchery is rocking at six o'clock. Maybe six o'clock. It could be seven. 
I'm going to have uh, Theo on next week. This card is in great streets. Before. You know what I'm saying? How you doing? Good working, fellas. How's God blessing you? Should I have like some music when uh when Theo comes in here? Like, hey everybody. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't even know no. what I'm gonna say. It's gonna be racist. Is what it's gonna be. It's not racist. <laughs> if it's true. <laughs> know what I'm saying? I'm sick of y'all. It's not racist. If it's true, right? No, 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 that's not right. What 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 was the music gonna be? What are you gonna say? Just finish your sentence. Nah, I didn't want to talk about nothing. They ain't got me fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, me, y'all. He said got me fucked up, man. This is your shit. But um, every time I see you, uh, every time I taught you how to write a bar, uh, and then you took it to the next level, I was glad seeing your progression. As your cousin, you one of my favorite ones because you don't ask me for money, and fucking, <laughs> I'm joking to my other cousins that's probably not listening. But um, but you are one of my favorite cousins. I've seen this nigga grow up from a tyke into what he is today. That's why I don't like Sad Boy Zay because I remember Happy Boy Zay. Nigga, 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 get a beard, get his heart broken a couple times. This nigga want to make fucking uh. Uh, top tier albums you need to talk to keys about submitting your shit for grammy um consideration all right yes sir stop hollywood and keys all right all right all right so but every time i see you man i'll be looking at i see you doing your thing i always sit to myself and go congratulations oh oh, 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 my god but not in the tyrese way i'll be happy for this nigga man thank you because when he goes to the top I'm going to be like, I called it. And one thing I always do is call my shots. And on that note, yeah. motherfuckers, you know what they say about chicken. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs>